Sanity Safe Space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Just deciding whether or not to deface this person's personal property right now. <laughs> well, speaking of things that probably got us banned off of Trovo. Those people can go fuck themselves. They banned everybody <laughs> at the same time. Uh, to clue you in, you are you you have seen what a virtue signaling sign in your neighborhood that you're okay uh, that you're displeased for, with. Yeah, so for people in Coeur d'Alene, it's on Third Street between Montana or something like that, and it's between Harrison and Foster on Third Street, and it says all of the people that died were unvaxed. Now, I pulled over to the side of the road today, thinking right in front of the house, like should I deface this or take it down? <laughs> and like, I sat there for a little bit and then like cars were just, you know, whirling by because it's kind of a busy street. And then I realized that it's not uh, in their yard. It's not on the sidewalk. It's in that little space of grass beyond the sidewalk. And so I don't even think it's their property. So it's someone's property. It's not your property is the, but can I just take it down? They can't post political signs on not on their <laughs> property. I don't want to be proselytized to, I moved to this town. So I need to deal with this horse shit. You should go knock on the door. And what? And Say what? that. Be like, get out of this town, you lesbian. I know because she has a <laughs> rainbow flag. Oh, it just makes me so mad. Like, what's the point of doing all this if I still have to be bombarded with this shit? Why are you in North Idaho? Put up your own sign. I'd rather burn her house down. Hypothetically. Well, see, if I'm not, not going to do that, then don't you think that it's it's much more ethical for me to just deface the sign? Uh, well, relatively speaking, yes, but is it, <laughs> is it right to, uh, to vandalize other people's property, no matter how, uh, foolish the messaging on the property may be? Uh, no. So that's why just I just let to... me engage in moral relativism for my own <laughs> ends, justify the means purpose. Well, this sort of discussion is exactly how we earned yet another feather in the cap of our career. Um, I say that cause it was, it, it's the result of a, a shared show. Uh, if you are one of uh, our, our, our audience uh, or our listeners over on Trovo, you can't listen there anymore because before I went live, I was setting up the stream and Trovo for unknown reasons has banned my account. And they didn't say they didn't give out a notification. They didn't say why they just said you're banned. Email this if you want to appeal. So I have appealed, but in the interim, I've learned that Trovo banned a whole host of other people uh, from from their site as well. So this looks to me a lot like what happened with Streamlabs. This is the second place I've been banned in my career. Streamlabs being the first, now Trovo the second. And why were both we banned off um, Streamlabs? Very similar. Never they never stated specifically why. They just banned a a, a wave of people, wrong <gasps> thinkers, at the same time, and we were included in that. So. Uh, I'm giving Trovo a chance to explain themselves. The other factor with Trovo is if you're one of the people who is supporting the show through Trovo, through subscriptions or through their super chats, 
they've locked me out of my account. There's still money that people contributed to us through Trovo that's still in there and I can't access it. So unless they change something, uh, Trovo straight up stole from you guys. But I will I will update that when I learn more information. Anyway, <laughs> I never I never thought that Trovo that I'd get the axe from Trovo before Susan. They're fucking Russians, are. right? You And you have to understand, I, I think they're Russians. Anybody who's in this alt stream platform space, do you morons even understand why anyone went to your crappy site in the first place? No, it's God. because they are annoyed with exactly this treatment on places like YouTube. And you turn around and do something that's even worse. At least YouTube has the courtesy to give you a strike. At least YouTube yeah. has a warning system yeah. as unjust as it and arbitrary as it may be. YouTube doesn't just delete you. Typically, they have before. I shouldn't say never. But typically, they don't just hit the delete key and say nothing that's right. i mean that's that's really bad you don't have to do business with us you don't have to have an association with us for you to in any business context you know they've helped us um they've helped us earn money we've helped them earn money and it's been a good relationship for everybody but you don't sever a business relationship like that just by pressing the delete key if it's not working out for you you come to the table and you say this is not working let's figure out how to move on they're so, not like those Russians over at Subscribestar. Those, those are uh, those are hardened those are, Russians. Those, those are good hardened ones. Russians. And I'm vodka not drinking hardened Russians. And I want to be double clear. I'm not just complaining on my own behalf. As far as I understand right now, I want to I want to emphasize they deceived you, the Trovo audience. So just yeah. just know that. And I'm working on your behalf to try to get answers from them. So yeah, and I I actually just got a message from a, a Trovo. Uh, you know, one of our Trovo audience members and he says, FML, I paid for an annual super account subscription for a year specifically for the show. Oh no, man. So if you're one of those people who is as of now been duped by Trovo, if I can help you out, send me an email. I'm going to try to go to bat for all of you guys because this is as it stands right now, it's just unacceptable. They, they should be taken to court. I know it's a small sum of money, but oh, there goes our zoom camera thing again. There's it's a small sum of money. Um, for each individual and and for this show, but when you do but that it's to money. hundreds, of, it's hard earned yeah. money. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's ten bucks, hundred bucks, thousand bucks. They're stealing from you, and when they're doing doing that to hundreds or thousands of channels, we we could be talking about you know six seven figure money that they just stole from their audience. So these motherfuckers. Anyway, I, I well let's get to the calls. You guys know how the um the rules work. If if you are new, check out the uh the description in the YouTube or the the Rumble stream. We will be on D Live, we will be on Rumble, um, we will be on YouTube as usual, and we'll take breaks uh every half hour to catch up with your super chats as well. Thanks for patience to start the show, but we will uh if I learn more, I I'll I'll, I'll let you guys know. The first up tonight is Drift Rock. Drift Rock, you there? Come on, man. Drift rock. All right. We're off to a hot start. <laughs> Can you see. hear me? Oh, yeah. There you yeah. go. What's up, man? Well, um, I, I guess I should first of all say who I am. Um, um, on the uh, Sunday show, I, I go by uh, Esoterica Unbound. Oh, well, oh, thanks for cool. supporting the show and uh, thanks for calling in. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I've I've tried to do this for a while now, but it, it, there's a lot of boomer repellent uh, characteristics of Discord, and it's taken taken the help of my son and a while to get through the the gauntlet. 
Well, you made but, it. Um, Congratulations. I know it's not a user friendly platform. In fact, it it tricks me and I've used it every week for several years. Um, anyway, I, I've, I thought about what I would say if I ever got on, but, uh, but now, uh, uh, you know, the senile dementia is kicking in and I <laughs> don't remember much of what it was. Um, I, I, I guess one thing I could talk about is, uh, um, um, it, what attracted me to the, uh, the, uh, program, I guess oh, it's sure. been four and a half years or so that I've been watching it and, uh, Damn. so pretty much the whole I, thing I, I get. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, get, I guess in part it's a love-hate relationship with Blonde because, <laughs> because I, I'm an old Rolla nerd and she's just like those all those hot little girls from St. Louis who w- would never have given me the time of day. You know, one time I went and I visited Rolla to see a guy that I liked and I was walking through his fraternity and I heard a guy in his dorm go, there's a girl here. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it was. Which it is was only terrible. funny within the context of Rala's like eighty-five percent male, ninety percent male. Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, an engineering this, school. Oh, it's an it's a separate school. It's not like a dorm yeah. or something. No, it's a it's a separate school. It's in Rala, Missouri. It's an engineering school, and there are no chicks, not just at the school, but in the whole town. Hmm. The guy yeah. I was seeing there was so hot. I was like, "This is awesome. I'm gonna just keep dating guys from Rala." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. Uh... Uh, when it, when, uh, my brother decided, you know, he was doing a tour of all the, uh, uh, all the major universities in the state, you know, one, one year here, one year there. And he decided he was going to be a, a uh, mechanical engineer. And I told him, you know, go to, uh, Columbia, you will get the same, uh, diploma and you'll have a lot better time. Yeah. And then in some ways that didn't work out because he's never left. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had he had such a good time. He still lives there, but um, he still lives in Columbia. Columbia is a cool town. I don't know. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, this oh, can't I, be what I, you I want know. to talk about. And no, um, um, I, I, I guess, uh, I guess the one other thing is I, I wanted to get my voice recorded before the, the coof took me out because um, I'm, uh, I'm a, uh, oh, I don't know what you would call me, uh, a contrarian. Hmm. Um, I, I. Uh, I'm uh, 63 and I won't get vaccinated because the uh, bastards came after my kids. Oh, they, man. They, coer- they coerced them into it. And, you know, um, I, I'm just like, no, I, you know, it's it's worth the risk just for me to try to to gum up the system. And uh, and I guess I'll be gumming it up soon because uh, I uh, I work in a federal facility and. They're going to they're going to make me be tested every week uh, Mm. until I submit. But I'm not going to submit. Good Good for you. Will not comply. Everyone thinks I'm crazy. But um, and uh, but uh, it's just uh, it, it it's so infuriating to me. You know, we're supposed to take direction from the people who created this. Uh, mess anyway. Yeah. And it's just uh, yeah, uh, they're going to be right next time, surely, or the time after that, or the time after that. Well, One of these times, they're going to nail it. No, they won't, because I I work <laughs> with these knuckleheads, and yeah, and and you see how the, the sausage uh, is made every day. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Are you I comfortable have, sharing have a, what like area or department of the federal government? Um, 
let, let's put it this way. It's not a, an accident that I don't use the same uh, uh, handle. Yeah. Uh, in different platforms. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so you know um, some things. You've uh, seen some things and you know some things. How about that? Yeah. 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 Uh, um, and, and and I guess uh, I have one one uh, parting comment about that sure. that uh, uh, it may be informative. Um, I recently got together with a, a cousin of mine, and she's uh, she's she's quite the young lady. She's uh, uh, Yale Law. She she's she uh, clerked for someone uh, on the Supreme Court. Um, um, her husband is a federal judge, and we're sitting around talking, and we've all been in the the uh, in the belly of the beast, you know our whole adult lives and yet w you could tell we everyone felt estranged from the government i mean we're we're there and yet you know we feel like uh we're outsiders that they don't represent us either hmm. right you know? um and, and it's just it's kind of weird i i found myself wondering how many of the elite insiders actually feel that way yeah, that, 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 hopefully that a lot the oh they they don't well, feel like they're part of the club i mean I, that's what i yeah. know yeah yeah i i would hope so but but in a way that's even more disheartening because if there are a lot like us and yet you know things are so out of control what what's that say about how few it takes yeah they just they find a way to control they find a way to browbeat you enough such that you submit, you know, if you could get honest polling, there's a lot more people who agree with you than would say openly that they agree with you. But if they're willing to yeah. go along to get yeah. along and pretend otherwise, yeah, that, that, uh, that is really unfortunate because they're, they're defeating themselves at that point, you know? Anyway, thank you. Anyway, I, think, I yeah, yeah, thank you I for calling in. We appreciate it. Time. Yep. And uh, thanks for your support for the show as well. Yep. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Okay. Ratchet Republican. <laughs> Ratchet Republican, you there? Let him hang out a moment. Uh, after that, it is Real DJ Tito. Tito, you there? Yep. I'm, I'm right here. What's on your mind? What up, Tito? Oh, Lord. You there? Nope. Yeah, can Tito. you hear us all right? Uh, maybe Tito. we're having tech problems there too. All right. Um, we actually, I'll have to wait a minute while our friendly screener, Dangerous Spaces, sees if he can figure it out for us because I don't have a caller after that. Oh, here we go. Cigar Bros up next. Um, Dangerous Spaces has changed his name to That Fella Down Under in <laughs> honor of Joe Biden. I hope everyone's seen that clip of Joe Biden speaking with the Australian prime minister what? when did this happen this was uh within the within a week or so he he was speaking remotely like uh by zoom or whatever to the australian prime minister and i think boris johnson and joe says something like i want to thank that uh that fella down under for all that he's done he can't remember uh scott morrison is his name i believe Quite honestly, I don't even remember that fella down under his name, but also I'm not the president of the United States conducting Yikes. international diplomacy. So I would hope that I get a little bit more of a pass. Anyway, Yikes. our screener, Yikes. that Yikes. fella down under is taking care of it for us. 
And Cigar Bro, you're up if you're ready to go. I'm ready to go, man. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing how are right? you? What's on your mind? Yeah, good. Um, I have nothing really uh, that much, uh, nothing really to update on for like my law enforcement career other than that it's pretty good to get out of the city. But do you have any uh, questions per se for for like um, law related or maybe just to clue in the audience. So you were you are a former Baltimore cop on the beat. Yes. And you have recently left for a more I I guess we haven't said the specific location, but a more rural location. Is that fair to say? Um yeah, that's fair to say. More suburban. Yeah. The, uh, so, uh, okay. Well, do you have any, do you have any questions on the top of your mind, Blonde, about that transition or about policing in general? Um, I mean, how is your transition going on a social, what, when people, uh, you probably want to talk about your job, right? I mean, usually I, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with talking about the job with other people, but. Uh, I was just going to ask you about, uh, your personal yeah. transition to like, uh, living in a smaller social environment. Cause when people talk about moving. That's always mm-hmm. what they're worried about. They're like, well, am I going to have the same kind of social activity? <laughs> so I, ha- has your quality of life improved? Uh, so like actually where I lived, I never lived in the city. Like mm-hmm. my commute was actually like 30 minutes away. So uh, like my lifestyle has not necessarily changed. I, actually, a lot of Baltimore police officers don't live in the city just because of how you know dangerous it is and how like uh, mm. it's just the crime and stuff like that because – this is also another thing. For, um, uh, there's like, like an actual law to where law enforcement can carry anywhere in the in the country. If you ask me, that's kind of bullshit because it's kind of like you peasants can't fucking. Carry. Yeah, you're a special yeah. person. Yeah, and we had questions and, about that after Sunday because that guy, that undercover guy or whatever he was, was <laughs> arrested by Capitol Police, and it's now come out that that guy is some some sort of federal officer. And he won't be charged. But you're telling me, just to clarify, you're telling me that as a current or I don't maybe it's maybe it's even former. I don't know. But as a police officer, let's say you're off the job and you're vacationing in California. Yeah. Are you allowed to carry in California? Yes, I'm really. It's a a, bullshit. And I don't say that to discredit you, but that's some bullshit, man. It is some bullshit, and it's um like Ted Nugent actually pushed it because a lot of law enforcement they may vacation somewhere, and maybe the criminals they go somewhere else, and you know you have like they may recognize you, and you are like you're you're technically in danger not only just you but also your family. But when I heard about this, I was like, this is kind of weird. Why can't why can't like the rest of the citizens. Yeah, I, I mean, I, like, I, I certainly grant that you guys are in danger and that's, that's mm-hmm. why I admire um, your willingness to put yourself in danger. But at the same time, it's not as though other people aren't, you know, yeah. um, like yeah. even, even us on this stupid stream or even potentially people in our audience or who have associations with the bad guys yeah. of the world or whatever. All it takes is like, you know, someone out there to be like, oh, I know who that guy is or I know who she is and try to do us harm or try to do someone who's associated with us harm. You know, people people can target you for any number of reasons. Wearing a badge is one, but mm-hmm. it doesn't make you super special, you know? Yeah, it doesn't make you super special. You're absolutely right about that. Now, I, I'll, to be fair, um, even like California, they they'll probably still point the gun at me or whatever. If like, God forbid, something like I'm, I'm at the wrong place, wrong time. I shoot a bad guy. Yeah. They see, they come to the scene, they see me, you know, that, you know, they think I'm the bad guy, whatever. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that things can go wrong, but 
just like with that dude who's uh who got arrested um he's kind of free to go it's kind of like a, a um i know i'm kind of going off topic but it kind of ties into like this like this people say the a cappers always say it, the uh the blue line of silence or the code of silence that police officers have it's not necessarily true it's um it's not what often what citizens usually think it is it usually means like if a what a lot of people think is that when a cop fucks up or does something makes a false arrest and makes a bad bad judgment call the rest of the the rest of the department doesn't say anything that's not necessarily true usually what ends up happening is that like cops are like the absolute like worst people of keeping secrets they're like the mm-hmm. biggest fucking stitches and they'll often say like hey, you heard this hey joe fucked up yeah he, you heard him he got fucking arrested yeah man like how how fucked up is that like and that's probably mm-hmm. what happened um but again that that's usually what happens with that those types of scenarios and and, and all that kind of stuff but but anyway that's that's what i have to say about that but well thank you for the update man and uh, thank you for clarifying I, that's new information to me i was unaware mm-hmm. That you guys um, had that I, special privilege, so thanks for explaining that. Yeah, no, definitely, and um, I'll probably email you or send a super chat or whatever what the HR bill is. But it is you are you 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 actually have a as a police officer as long as you are current and you are retired, as long as you qualify for the Leosa, ah. you can have a national a national con- like technically a national concealed carry license. But mm-hmm. I would I would, I wouldn't mind a. Uh, a national concealed carry license for citizens. I don't know how they're going to do that. I don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately, which is, you know, you asked me and a it, bunch of shit. The problem with anything that's federalized in that way too, is it basically becomes a, a registry of sorts, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So they know I'm a cop. So, yeah. like, and they know all the police officers too. Yeah. So there is that thing to take. Well, thanks man. And, um, and uh, I hope the move has gone well and all the best with the new job. And, uh, and mm-hmm. thanks for calling in. Yeah, Good definitely, luck. man. Yep. Have a good night. Thank you. Let's try Tito again. Tito, you there? Tito. I see you lighting up, Tito. You there? Yep, I'm I'm right here. Oh, there we go. Yes, sir. All right. All right, perfect. What's on your mind? Oh. Um, I've I've been uh Yeah, no, I had uh this thought crossed my mind uh about a month ago. Um didn't really want to try and do an email question. I was really hoping to try and get on. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, partially a question for you, um, partially a question for Blonde. Um, essentially, it was why why shouldn't conservatives play by the same rules as the left when it comes to vaccine mandates? Mm. Um, I guess, namely. It would be like, uh, oh, you're killing grandma. You're doing this and you're doing that. Um, essentially, do you you know what Merrick disease in chickens is, right? Uh, no, I'm not familiar. Um, basically, it's why chickens are all vaccinated right now, hmm. um, for the most part. It's because when they started vaccinating them in the past, um, the disease didn't go away it just mutated and as a result of that you have resistant to antibiotics Uh, so well uh, clarify for me when you say use the tactics are you saying make biologically true claims are you saying target people to exert force on them or maybe both 
could could you repeat that last part? So what you're saying is you want to make at least what you believe to be biologically true claims to fight back against them. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Is that your point? Or are you saying you want to use that to force them to make certain medical decisions or do things that you want them to do? What's the what's the the end goal here? What what are you trying to achieve? You still there? You know? Maybe I lost him. I, I can I can kind of address the question. And we'll see if we can get back to it. But this is really the it's a it's a specific <sighs> variation of the classic question that we always address, which is how much of the tactics of those you oppose are you willing to deploy to defeat those you oppose? And my whole beef with the bulk of the progressive left is that they have no problem with violating people's rights to try to coerce them into any number of behaviors or ways of life that they want them to live. And I think that that's a moral failure. I I don't want to become them because it's a moral failure to become my whole, my whole opposition to them is their degenerate immorality. So how much of that are you willing to embrace? Like, 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 I know you're right. Like I, I was trying to uh, explain. I didn't really explain it very well. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm just, Um, what uh, in your vision of this action that you want to take, you would use, you want to make these medical arguments to achieve what, what's your end goal? Oh, it's, it's, it's not, it's not making medical arguments. It's, I guess the inverse of the vaccine shaming where it's, Oh, you didn't get, you didn't get vaxxed. uh, You're, you're a bad person. Um, with the left and whatnot, it's the one thing that they're afraid of is being, I guess, socially ostracized. Yeah, yeah I know. Where, well, we should is, totally it, use all of these tools. What's the problem here? And to, to, here's exactly. here's the here's the pushback I'll give to myself and what I just said, because of course I want a world where everyone is self-actualized where everyone's making decisions for themselves and comfortable enough with their own decisions that they allow that freedom to everybody else. But the most uncomfortable thing to realize and confront over the last year and a half for me personally is that there is a huge percentage of society, potentially even a majority who love being told what to do. They can't get enough. They have to have someone telling them what to do. And if that's Does that true, hurt you, does that hurt? Oh, I heart? hate that. I hate that. But I have to acknowledge that it's much more real than I would like it to be. And if that's true, then maybe there's something to be said where people with a better connection to moral truth ought to be pulling some of those levers. I I don't know that I'm fully on board with that argument, but that's the best case I can make for it in a world where everyone loves being told what to do. Who's telling them what to do does matter. If someone has to do it, I don't want them. I don't want someone to have to do it, but they, if they, they crave need to be it, told what to do. Yeah. <sighs> I hate that. I got warm, fuzzy feelings when you were talking about coercing people in society to do what you want. (laughs) I mean, I can't act like I, I, like I'm super freedom minded because uh, I think people are fucking dumb. And so, and I am an authoritarian. I'm I'm not that interested in maintaining people's personal freedom. So if the left wants to tango, uh, fine. Two can play at that game. Yeah. it's, it's, It's not like I'm trying to, coerce people be like do what i want to do don't get vaccinated it's if they're going to play the game of oh you're a bad person and they're gonna, so why why should no but why why, why can't why, we why coerce should, them 
We, we well, should yeah, be I coercive mean, yeah. in that. He's just telling yeah. them you suck as opposed to forcing them to do things. That's what he's talking Yeah, about. we should also be, yeah. be forcing them to do things. I mean, mm. it is the same mentality, you know, uh, authoritarianism. However, in this instance, we are right about basically everything. So, yeah, but even, but even correct coercion is still coercion. But you have to make them think it's their idea. They're like toddlers. <laughs> but this is the, this is their philosophy. That's what drives me nuts. Is it's like if they can make you scared enough to behave the way that they want you to, which has been this entire coronavirus episode. Yeah. But I'm not stupid, so it doesn't work on me. I, I know you're going to be the benevolent uh, monarch. You're going to be have never the righteous said queen. I well, would be benevolent. Never. Okay. okay. Also, gonna, I don't want to be in charge. I want to be whispering in the ear right. of the person that of is a strong charge. man to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I can see where you guys are, are coming from. And, and w- granting that Tito, what Tito is talking about is 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 the uh, reverse Don Lemon shaming as opposed to actually using the force of law to make people do stuff, which is uh, th- those are two different things, too. Um, yeah. I'm not I don't want to have to shame people either. I don't. But if, if we're going to have a shame war, then I guess then I guess um. You know, if if you shame as much as they do, you can't claim to be offended when you're shamed in return. Let's put it that way. I mean, I, I don't really claim to be offended regardless. It's like, you, you know what I mean? I couldn't really, I guess, care less. It's, oh, oh you're, you're an asshole. It's like, okay. And? Yeah. yeah. Well, essentially, um, it was, essentially it was a, what I was getting at was why not, if they're going to play dirty, why not? and beat beat them to the punch if it's it's like the who who calls 911 first kind of that thing it's how do you respond once you're called oh i know exactly screw you live chat you know if you people still believe in upholding everybody's personal freedoms then you still have faith in the intellectual ability of the average citizen how on earth after all of this, can you believe that the average citizen is not a fucking retard? I think it's I think it's faith in the moral truth that people have a right to make their those decisions Duh, for themselves. Fine. It's not it's it just not, sucks it's not, for everybody else. I know, but it's not faith that it's not faith that I trust my neighbor to make the right decision. It's that I, I trust in the moral truth that he has the right to make it. I think and that I, he has the right to make it as well. But society is worse off if people continue to make bad decisions. There, there's no doubt about that. And people well, are easily maybe, propagandized. Then, then we maybe need you meet the, the reverse propaganda. The, right. Then maybe we meet in the middle with Tito and you say, as you've said before, bring back shame. I don't like Don Lemon's argument on that either, but it's it's more morally square than force people's uh, with with coercive tactics. Oh, my God. That uh, clip watching that clip this morning was so frustrating which he, one was that? like well he was like um did, did, can i can or is it okay if i like call them names i'm like yeah, you want to yeah. you want me to call you some names don lemon <laughs> are you serious right yeah. now uh, what is he gonna do he's gonna be able to dish it and not take it yeah this isn't where well he definitely takes it i i think oh he for takes sure it. <laughs> all day long yeah. all right um yeah. tito I, thank you for the thoughts i'll give you a quick last word if you want before we let you go um, on, on the, uh, the topic of Don Lemon, have you guys, either of you seen, uh, or heard of John Ward? No, I don't no. know the name. Um, essentially it's Don Lemon, worst journalist of the year. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. 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 It's, it's, uh, oh Lord. Uh, it's worst journalist of the year. Don Lemon, worst journalist of the year. Okay. I'll have to check it out. Thank you for the thoughts, man. Have a good night.
Awesome. Thanks. Bye. Okay, we are due for a break. Screw you, live chat. What a way to crap on the fans of this show. Screw you, Carlos Keeper. Well, wait, What's how are you crapping on the listeners? Oh, I don't know. If I don't crap on the listeners a little bit, then is it really a show <laughs> worth doing? You guys can get over it. Stop being pussies, Carlos. Carlos. <laughs> uh, right. Is it time already? Yeah. Uh, if we, it's because we talked a lot at the start of the stream here. But oh, uh, over on Tippy Stream, we're not banned there yet. Hockey Fanatic says, uh, love the show, guys. Been listening for years now. Don't worry, Blonde. I would never turn you into the Gestapo in reference to my Provax question a few weeks ago. Um, I can't remember the specific question. Do we have a we must have had some kind of vaccine question? He's not going to turn you into the Gestapo. The question is, are you going to turn him into the Gestapo? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I saw a great story out of uh, Texas. I forget which city, but a couple walked into a restaurant wearing masks and the owner said, I get saw- the hell out. No masks. <laughs> I but know. My, my child's my, immunocompromised. My child. No. And they're like, get, get out. out. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed really hard. So when the I person who sent this to me, I'm like, I was thinking normally, you know, on principle, I'm not really down with this. I don't want it either way. I don't want people forced either way. But as kind of a course correction, at least for the moment, I reserve the right to smirk and kind of chuckle yeah. a little bit. This is this this yeah. is what you guys created with all your mandates and coercion. You can't turn around and complain on the other side of it. Right. But they do. We're going to have to overcorrect and then hopefully end up back in a place where personal freedom is upheld in some Maybe. small way. Maybe. It's but I'm like, talking about like major overcorrection here. Yeah, I know. You're talking about grabbing the sword or the one ring to rule them all. And you're thinking, I'll do it right. And then I'll put down the ring once I'm done doing it right. But nobody ever does. And you I don't, like, yeah. But I don't want the power. I just want people to do the right thing and, and be the way that I want them to be, which is, you know, <laughs> which is, you know, like not degenerate and have families and yeah. and just be fucking normal. Why can't everybody just be normal? I, I, I is agree. that so much to ask. I'm not trying to turn everybody into this degenerate tranny nonsense or anything. I just, I just want people to be fucking normal. Yeah. Uh, incompetent hand says Halloween grifter costumes, Matt go as Evan Hafer. That's the black rifle guy. Uh, rock the Sasquatch shirt and the uh, and the small hats. Come on, blonde. Go as Michaela Peterson. Get your uh, get in your underwear. Eat steak and say profoundly dumb shit. Man, uh, we'd piss off a lot of the internet if we did that. Um, I don't even. Ha- truth be told, I don't even have the Sasquatch shirt anymore. I love I that shirt. But her Instagram and listening time. to Evan enough just pissed me off. I gave the shirt to Goodwill. It's gone. There's some hobo advertising for black rifle with a tactical sasquatch now that's that's where that shirt went scandalous every time i look on her on her instagram i'm like this is fucking scandalous am i prudish that doesn't there's no way that's true i i don't look at her instagram very much over on d live uh super dave thanks for supporting the show that is a uh, bad boob job (laughs) can you update us on uh youtube Oh, yeah, work. I forgot. Um, <laughs> like boobs. Rocky Mountain Monk, Judge, Mr. Rittenhouse, you were charged with two counts of first-degree homicide and one count of attempted first-degree homicide. Kyle, oh, come on, man. That was 14 to 15 months ago. <laughs> yeah, four days ago, five days ago. That's when that yeah. was. Yikes. Bill Biz, Matt, excellent Rittenhouse video. Oh, thanks. Um, I don't know if you saw, but um, the the key takeaway. So the prosecution got wrecked at a hearing on Friday. Remember, I had mentioned that they had the video of Kyle saying. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is that true? They do. But it looks like the judge, the judge excluded a bunch of other bullshit evidence that they tried to introduce, like Kyle's a proud boy and nonsense like that. And the judge deferred the decision on that clip 
but said that he's likely to exclude it. So it looks like Kyle is going to get um, good treatment on that front. However, at the end of the hearing on Friday, the prosecution revealed that they I'm not sure if they have the video or if they are aware of the video. The FBI supposedly has aerial surveillance of what happened in Kenosha that night that shows Kyle instigating or initiating conflict with uh, Joseph Rosenbaum, the first man that chased him and shot him. Nobody has seen this. They're saying they have it. If that's true, that means the FBI was watching this whole thing, had evidence, not just on Kyle Rittenhouse, but all the things that happened in Kenosha that night, sat on it for over a year, and And now he's going to release it. That would be crazy. I guess they wouldn't say it if they didn't actually have it. I don't know. I, I don't know what to think of it because it's so, would you lie to your point? Would you lie if you had it? Would you just make up that shit? But at the same I mean, time, why would you? How would that benefit it'd be you so brazen to just sit on crucial evidence, not just in that case, but in a whole bunch of criminal cases. The, Kyle's the FBI is, DGAF. Well, I know. And that's what I'm thinking is like, how involved are the feds in what happened in Kenosha? They have their They're aerial involved surveillance. in everything. They're in what our Discord they server. Yeah. What did they do in Kenosha? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Long Dong John, what are the chances of federal civil rights charges if Kyle is found not guilty on his current charges? Well, they tried to introduce this Proud Boy Association and um, but there, there's no there's no demonstration of any sort of racial motive in what happened to Kyle Rittenhouse. They can't demonstrate it at all. So civil rights stuff, they couldn't make a racial case in what happened between Kyle Rittenhouse and the people that he shot. I don't know what sort of civil rights. He's not a government actor like Derek Chauvin was. Well, couldn't they? I mean, Rosenbaum's pretty Jewy. Yeah, but but they're trying to say that he's well, I guess I guess they're trying to say that Kyle is a white nationalist by association. That's what the prosecution was trying to say. Huh. He would have to have a really excellent grasp of physiognomy to be able to pick out Rosenbaum and then attack him based on <laughs> and, his and Jewiness. That, that's what the whole um that's what the whole the whole event was all about it turns out oh my gosh if that is brought into trial i i will never stop well you know you know the defense wanted to introduce the fact that rosenbaum is a convicted sex offender right because that i think they thought was legally relevant to him trying to take kyle's gun because he can't possess a gun as a felon right but the judge dismissed that too so joseph rosenbaum's sex offender status he didn't have any knowledge of that so it's irrelevant uh, the ju- yeah, it, it's apparently the judge doesn't think that it's relevant to the case. Oh, God. I hate this timeline so much. Um, Eric Burns March, a little something for KFC or bail for Blonde. You know, I rarely get fried chicken out. And when I do, it's always a Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. But KFC, it's pretty good. They got, they got a pretty good recipe there. KFC, we have KFC in town. We also have Super Chicks, which What's is that? pretty new. Oh, it's, we talked I, about this. I guess it's like a Southern... Uh, chicken chain it's all right it's not it's definitely not chick-fil-a and i would say it's based on my limited experience it's not even popeyes as far as i'm concerned and popeyes is decidedly below chick-fil-a if you ask me i don't know i i don't know i i do love chick-fil-a but there's something about there's something magical about that popeyes spicy chicken sandwich it's all Mm. the black people that fought over it it is endowed it in some really that, special. Remember that streak of Popeye's fights there was for 
It seemed How like could a I forget? couple months straight. Yeah. Always fighting at a Popeye's. And you know what? <laughs> Sometimes I eat a perfect Popeye spicy chicken sandwich and I'm like, I understand black people now. Like I get it. <laughs> Truly. Um, okay. Uh, let's just do one more. Nobody says the right needs to learn to Im- and improve upon Antifa's tactics. Uh, do what they did, but better, smarter, harder, and more mercilessly. Learn the lessons of 2020. Right on. Oof. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't get on board with that, but you know. Uh, when? I, when can you get on board? I was talking with somebody about this last night. It's like, what's it going to take? What's it going to take for everybody to find their balls and, and turn on the left? Well, but see, I don't think what way. Antifa does is, I don't think that is having balls. I think that's being a coward and not respecting people's rights and abusing them. And, yeah, um, right. you know, if they come to abuse me, then yeah. I, and if they come to abuse you, I think that you're justified in defending yourself, but I don't want to offensively go into <sighs> other people's cities and neighborhoods and start disturbing them or vandalizing them or committing crime against them because I don't like their politics. Is it offensive at this point? Uh, yeah. I think that we if would you, be defensively going into their towns. I, I, is there such a thing? Can you defensively yes. go to someone else's home and attack them? I don't know. I'm, I'm, you're in the weeds with all this morality business. We should just, yeah. we, 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 we got to get back to the calls. Are you good at a good uh, break spot? Uh, yeah. I'm just looking at Michaela Peters Instagram. All right. We will come back Peters. to your chats. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. And Lovecraft is up next. Lovecraft, you there? Hey, Matt. Ah. Blonde, what's I'm back. Hey. What's up? Hey, Blonde, are you enjoying the week of Democrats completely crumbling? Are you know, they? from this, the, the fake insurrection where they arrest one of their own. That was a funny scene. The what? Oh, the arresting yeah. one of their own. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, and how it, all these guys wearing glasses and shorts were all FBI agents. <laughs> yeah, it, it was oh. a it was a perfectly representative scene. It was nothing but journalists crowding and, around cops arresting each I other. Know. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the thing where. Maxine Long and Kamala Harris are now turning on Biden over the Haitian issue at the border. And I was like, this is yeah. typical of the Democrats. They I do didn't this see every that. time. What did they say? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're they're blaming him for what happened because they wouldn't let the he wouldn't tell the tell them to let them in the in the US that he mm. sent them back to Haiti. I saw a lot of them are getting let in, though, but just not enough. I assume. But a lot of them. I assume uh, Kamala and um, Maxine just want them all to be let in. Did you see that article that I sent you today? Uh, Which one? Oh, the one. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's a picture of the Del Rio bridge with all the Haitians and it looks Mm -hmm. fucking just like Haiti. I don't even know how they made it look just like Haiti. So those are excellent huts. It's hilarious. There, there are huts. There's like, Uh like foliage hanging from huts. And then the floor is just trash. I'm like, wow. I know. Magic dirt theory, chef's (laughs) kiss. Yeah. And then it's like, they're flying them back to Haiti, a bunch of them. And it's, it's like, I mean, it's just perfect how of, of the Democrats, you give them power and they fall apart and they don't know what to do. Yeah. Well, we, we get Kamala is the border czar, right? She's the one who has all the wisdom on this. She knows how to fix it. She's our strong first black female president and she simply doesn't seem to know what she's doing and it's like we're worried about it we're gonna have a civil war with these people no we're not we're all gonna be fine we're gonna get through this and their mandates are falling apart 
and I love Project Veritas's video that they put out. It was perfect timing. I still got to watch this, but this series is probably, from what I understand, this series is going to get them banned. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. Did you see that first video has three and a half million views? Yeah, I got to check it out. I already downloaded it because yeah. I suspected oh, it might amazing. get deleted, but I haven't I haven't watched it through yet. Well, I can't gonna... believe they haven't gotten banned yet. Hmm. Well, I think they're also they've been warned on Facebook and and Instagram had the videos taken down. But I think they're also on Odyssey and they might be on Rumble. So I'm sure, they, they are. you know, any yeah. of course, it's banned from Twitter. Which I take as a badge of honor being banned from there. Yeah, well, that was a while back. Views. Didn't they have a big lawsuit against Twitter? I don't know. What oh, I know. About that. Uh, yeah. No, they have a they have a lawsuit against CNN. They have a lawsuit against the New York Times. Joe Rogan's planning to sue CNN over there. What they said about him. Uh, oh, the uh, but yeah. About his uh, Corona recovery. Is yeah. That it? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, where they knew it was a lie, and they still spread the oh, it's he's using a. Uh, dewormer. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, I'm. I watched Sunday. It was you know, and I I actually liked that the in Bruges was actually it's a lot funnier of a movie than you would expect. Yeah. From Colin Farrell. It definitely and won me so, over. And I hated the previous movie. That what was that one with Emily Blunt? The one with Sicario. They Mexico. Oh my god, yeah. was she so effing annoying? <laughs> yeah, I, like, I agree. Oh, just yeah. shut up. That and, was the whole point, though. Yeah, she was just like, oh, that movie just, I'm not a big Denny DeVue fan. I think he's kind of like uh, Christopher Nolan, kind of overrated. And um, yeah, and I was like, Oh, yeah. did we lose? Lost, oh, there yeah. we go. I thought I, I think I'm at a loss you for a second there, but um. Oh, but I, 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 I could. I'm watching you while I'm listening, so I, oh, I could see that. Yeah. yeah, what was you know? And it's like when you have the close up on blonde, I go, oh, good. Now it's perfect with her, with it, her, you know, push back because to. Yeah, I, you don't we still have don't know something. You don't want to have that perfection with... that close to you. You want to be able to see <laughs> all the perfection. Yeah, I don't know what oh, goes on nothing, with the Zoom camera you, work. I mean, you're you're fine, but it's like when you're looking at someone who, you know, like blonde, it's like, yeah, you want to be able to see everything of, you know. <laughs> we love you. Thank you. I really appreciate special. that. Oh, yeah. Especially because no, I mean, Sunday is my 34th birthday. I can't really? I was going to I was going to sure celebrate with you saying you, really? you were 21. You were going to have a, no, your I first drink, you your first legal 20s. drink on Sunday. No, as much as I would like you to um, continue to stroke my ego, we gotta get the show on the road. Okay. But uh, but thank you. Yes, I am turning. Yeah. I'm turning oh, no thirty four. Oh, you look um, twenty. You look like you're in your twenties. You. Seriously, I mean, you you're so aging much. gracefully. That's the thing about conservative women; they age gracefully <laughs> compared to Democrats who turn into hags when they get older. Yeah. So, well, thank you oh. for the call. Call anytime. It. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're one. You're welcome. You made my weekend. So, all right. Thank well, thank you. thank you. Have Keep a great up the night. good work. Hey, Listen you're old to, too, man. I know. I'm. I'm not uh, far behind. I, I'm October 18th is my 34th birthday. I know. So. I was gonna tell people that I'm 26, but then people are always like, "Wow, you look like shit for 26." And <laughs> so then I was thinking maybe I should say I'm 45, so that people are like, "Wow, you are yeah keeping it tight, girl." Strategy. Uh, another update from the double wide down in North Carolina, Dell. What's going hey, on? How y'all doing? We are well. How's Maud and the family? Oh, they're they're doing good. I'm not working with much sleep tonight, though. Just today, though. Why is that? It's a bit of a 
rough night. Well, I don't know. You, you heard that? You ever know that song by the Who, uh, Squeeze Box? I don't you know, know that, that song. One, actually, you know, Mama's got a squeeze box. Daddy never sleeps at night. Uh, that song. Okay, yeah, <laughs> rings a bell. Okay. Well, let's say instead of a squeeze box, Mama just ate six El Grande bean burritos from Taco Bell. Oh. Well, is that is that unusual for Mama in this context? That sounds it is like a, actually it is usually mm-hmm. she's usually she's up to twelve by that point. Yeah, but, uh, I, I would think that's she's really back cut back. That. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, you know what an air air raid siren sounds like? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, we do too now because the town thought they was being bombed. Uh. <laughs> they thought it was one of those Joe Biden uh, swirly whirlers coming through town with the uh, you know the tornado. Yeah. The tornado uh, warning system. Did he actually system. call it a swirly whir- whirler, or did we just make that up? No, you made it up on the on the stream. One of them. Uh, I did I really? That's yeah. so funny. It's okay. one of them swirly whirlers. Swirly things. I don't yeah. know yeah. what it is. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. pretty impressive for a woman. Yeah, was, anyway, the good news is great at least the, the, talk, the Taco Bell diet's working. Uh, oh. she, she's oh, lost yeah. a lot of weight on it, huh? Well, she dropped five pounds last night. Oh. And that was in that was in one sitting, uh, one yeah. sitting on the can dropped oh, yeah. five pounds. Oh, yeah. All right, that's that's uh, she, that's a win for her. She says. <laughs> anyway, I just called. Uh, it's almost Halloween again, uh, and I don't know if I'm ever going to get through. So uh, last yeah. week we discussed a little bit about Halloween costume ideas. I remember mm-hmm. Ma, or I'm sorry, Blonde was talking about her costume idea. What was yours? You're going as a. Uh, I I was gonna go. Uh, I was gonna do blackface and go oh. as anti entity, and then put my oh, baby I, on my husband's back, and he was gonna go as Master Blaster. I thought you. Mm. I thought when you said blackface, you it was like I didn't know that Virginia Governor Ralph Northam costumes were in. <laughs> hey, <I laughs> can like we get away with that? Can we go? That can we go as Ralph and his friend, where one of us wears blackface and the other wears a hood? I, I have for years been looking to integrate blackface into my Halloween costumes, and I think this year I'm ready. You did well, Indian face. We both did. But you actually you, like put you on know, the color. You know blackface is worse. You and it is Throw treated a differently. on, you can be from Canada. Uh, yeah, there was a new picture that uh, emerged this week of Trudeau in his blackface. I'm ready. Yeah. Dale Jr.'s got a uh, great idea for a costume this year, but uh, he was going to wear it to school, but uh, we couldn't. Uh, anyway, his costume idea was hunting accident. <laughs> Okay. Which I thought was great. I mean, yeah, we got the fake blood, you know, fake brains, all that stuff. But nope, nope. School oh, man. Too violent for school? Oh, man. Yeah, I know. I thought that, you know, we'd be less strict once he started kindergarten, but I guess not. <laughs> he should go as the scariest thing possible and go as a maskless child to school. Yeah. Oh, God. Nobody's seen anything scarier. Don't wear a mask and kids will go running. <laughs> yeah. Speaking oh. of kids, by the way, I know you said you bought your son. A, I, I, I super chatted you last week about that. Yeah. I hope you're not. You, you take my advice to heart there. If you if you bought him his son, that's great. But seriously, do not teach him how to turn that safety off till he's at least four. Four years old. Yeah. That's, them's the rules. Yeah. That's smart that's, advice. I, I can tell you that from experience. Yeah. Anyway. Learn uh, the hard way as are all lessons of the double wide, I think, huh? That's true. That's that's true. But yeah. uh, Halloween costumes. Well, Matt, what would you plan on going as anything this year? Well, I only think about what we're going to do in the sh- in the show contest and and it's and it's complicated this year by the fact that halloween is on a sunday this year so i don't know are we gonna do the we probably won't do the stream what why no we have to do the stream should we do it that sunday or should we shift it no i mean there's definitely i assume you're gonna get a lot of trick-or-treaters and probably so will i so if people are willing to put up with doorbells and things but we have to do it on the sunday okay and i just got a good suggestion in the live chat i go as an asian doctor and you go as a bat (laughs) <laughs> I like that. That's like pretty that clever. I do like that. And um, then I can get some of that that race 
race face thing going on. Yeah, and you can you can be safer with Asian than blackface. There's no <laughs> doubt. It's safer to do. There's kind of a yeah. ping callback. I you like it. You can be the Wuhan bat lady. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like that. Okay. That's a good idea. I like that. That's pretty scary. We're going. To, we're we're going with a theme this year. What's the most scary thing you could think of? And uh, Maud's going with uh, having to clean the house. <laughs> wow. I thought maybe it would be uh, kale or something like that no. for her. Yeah. Why kale. am I laughing? That's relatable. Yeah. Anyway, I'll let y'all go. I just wanted to, one last thing I wanted to say is about yeah. uh, one of the things I don't like seeing people do these days, and this has been happening for a few years now, is that somehow we've gone from uh, innocent until proven guilty to guilty until proven innocent. Or everybody just believes anything they hear on uh, Twitter or whatever. Don't fact check or anything. Hey, and I'm going to tell you, this is a case in point. Uh, there's a doctor around here who's in trouble now because of some rumors that he was involved with some of his patients. Mm. And apparently, you know, that's a big no-no in the medical profession. But uh, mm. that's just rumors. And now they're saying he's going to lose his license. And I'm like, that's that's horrible. I mean, it's just rumors. They can't prove anything. And, you know, quite frankly, he's the best veterinarian in the state of North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. So I can't I gotta, that's going to be a huge loss for us. All right. Anyway. All right. Y'all take care. All the best to you and your family, as always. All right, we'll now. catch you next time. Keep on hollering. Okay, Viking Jesus is up next. Mm. Viking Jesus, you there? Jeez. Jesus? Hello? What's on your mind? Yes. Oh, not a whole lot. Um, <clears throat> missed a couple of weeks because, well, I went out hunting with my dad for a little bit. Uh, and then uh, got a new motorcycle and been riding that around and... Uh, was your hunting uh, successful? Kind of cut. No, um, no, we didn't didn't see anything really. But we got a. Um, we were out hunting uh, sage grouse and didn't see any of that. But uh, uh, we got deer season coming up here in about a week and a half, so we're gonna head out for that. And <clears throat> but. Uh, now I caught the end of the show. I think it was last week, and in mm-hmm. one of the super chats, you, you ended up getting getting trolled a little bit. Uh, I, I think Nancy I know the Pelosi. one you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Although I never Nancy looked it up, Pelosi so the troll was not realized. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I sort of spoke over it. You want to explain it one more time to Blonde and the audience who may have missed? Uh, it was about uh, Nancy Pelosi invoking House Rule 34, and that you should Google Nancy Pelosi Rule 34. Yeah. Isn't Rule 34 the one that everything's a porn? Yeah, if it exists, there's, yes. there's porn of it. Yeah. So it's it wasn't until someone um, messaged me later and I saw it written out in more simple terms that it was obvious to me. But because of the way the guy had phrased it in the chat, it did. And I think it was later in the show. So it was like that, you know, post two hour brain kind of uh, brain fog. Yeah. It just, it just yeah, slipped it by right me. The end of the show. But, but uh, a listener and a friend messaged me Gross. and said, uh, did you actually Google Nancy Pelosi rule 34? <laughs> I said, no, I did not. And now that I see it written out this way, I totally get it because it was disguised the way that the guy wrote it. It was disguised to say that, yeah, David Chipman may his nomination may be gone, but Nancy Pelosi has some secret house procedures she can use to put him in some position. It's called, um, you know, rule 34 of X procedure. No. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Do I dare? You know, I feel like because I got tricked by this guy, I owe him a Google of this. 
I'm afraid of what I'll see if I do. You know, that. she used to be hot. <laughs> Not okay. What, Nancy what, Pelosi. Yeah, maybe young. back in the 40s. Yeah. How long ago? Oh, are that's, we talking? that's what I'm talking. Like, how old is she? She's like a 145. <laughs> Roughly. <laughs> I don't know. She she's about she's, the same age. She's as at least 80 years old. I think is she not? I'm talking about like 19. Maybe in she's like a little 60s, younger. She was hot or something like that. Yeah, she is, she is 81. That's an old bitch. Yeah, in the 60s she was hot. <laughs> and she's got those tig old bitties, which I assume they looked really good when she was younger, right? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, before I, you know, before sag, you know, before they started sagging. Here's a picture of her with JFK. I bet he totally hit that. She was pictured. Jeez, man. Is there anything JFK didn't hit? Yeah, really? <laughs> That's why he had disseminated um, gonorrhea. Oh, my God. You're right. And you can tell it's her because she still has those weird eyes. And she's like, I'm going to ruin like, this country. Here she is hanging out with JFK when she's like, what, early 20s, it looks like? She's 20 years old. She's so old. He's like, I'm going to give you gonorrhea. <laughs> oh, my God. Give her the old TF. What's wrong with me? <laughs> You're on fire tonight. All right. Um, any any uh, closing thoughts from you, Viking Jesus? Um, no. All right. No, well, just, thank you. And oh yeah, um, congratulations and and all that. Appreciate. Didn't get to, I didn't get to say that before. But, yeah, everything's going uh, great. Yeah, so I, I appreciate it, and it. all the best to your family as well. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Zinc. Let's get one more call in before the top of the hour. Zinc. Uh, are you good to go, Zane? Uh, hello. What's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, long time listeners, my second time calling in. How are you guys doing? We are well. Thanks for calling. So um, I got a question today, kind of relates to my professional background. I work in real estate. Um, and I wanted to know you guys' opinion on to what extent should a community be allowed to like leverage control of our property owner's use of their property? And I'm talking wait, specifically. Wait, 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 wait. Leverage what? control over like property owners mm. uh, use property of their owners, property. So, so oh, gotcha. I'm talking specifically about NIMBYs. So like you could argue that since land does create externalities, for example, if you build a new skyscraper or a large industrial factory, like next to my house, that impacts me directly. Sure. And what if a community bands together and decides it doesn't want like a new affordable housing development built near them. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I'm sure you would both say that property rights are really important. So I was yeah, curious yeah. to hear your thoughts as to whether like where you would land on the balance between a community's right to self-determination and dictating how they want their community to develop versus a property owner's right to their land. Oh, that's tough, especially in cities that are changing like ours, because right now I uh, heavily favor the community's ability to dictate what, what the culture of the city is like, but that's only because we're having an influx of retard Californians right now. Hmm. But in the event that we weren't in this situation, I'd be like, you won't let me do what with my property. This is my property. Ugh, that's tough. Yeah. I, I think that is, well, first of all, that power needs to be maintained as locally as possible. And and yeah. I would say that even within the context of the state, you know, things like home, HOAs, as much as I despise. Uh, well, I shouldn't say despise my own HOA because they do things. But, but you know, uh, the, you, you, get into, you get into conflict with them and, you know, they do prevent, I suppose, some of the worst inclinations of, of people in your immediate neighborhood. But as long as that power is kept as locally as possible, such that you still have the power to leave if it if it's not to your liking, um, that is more that's more defensible to me and more understandable than, say, some sort of um, some sort of power cram down from certainly the federal government or even even the state government, if you wanted to seize too much control on that end. Uh I'm I'm trying to think I'm trying to give to give the best 
argument to the other side as I can, because I'm at the same mindset right now where, where property rights are so important to me that I almost want to give the boot to all of this crap. Like this, this play, this plot of land is my plot of land. This house is my house. I don't care what anyone else has to say about it. So you're right that it puts two extremely important values um, at odds. And to be honest, I haven't put a lot of thought into what the, the ideal system there would be, what the exact proper balance would be. I was thinking you were going to go the route of like eminent domain type stuff. To what extent can people right. buy out your property or repurpose your property? You're just kind of talking about you know, to what extent can they control your building wishes and things like that. Um, right. Because I work, like I said, I, I work in the real estate industry. And so we, yeah. we try and do uh, specifically affordable housing developments. Well, and so let me, uh, let me, can I pick your brain a little bit on that? Cause this is probably something that you've thought a lot about, I would assume. Yeah, definitely. So what, uh, what in your mind is that is the proper balance point or have you so figured that out? I hear up from a lot of NIMBYs. I don't know if you're familiar, not in my backyard, people who basically uh, show yeah. up in droves saying yeah. like, I don't want whatever the fuck it is you're building here. Right. Um, and a lot of their arguments surround like, oh, I bought my property here under the impression that this is what the community looked like. And my response to that is mm. typically like, okay, well you buy, when you buy like a stock, for example, like when you invest in anything, you're taking on the risk that something will happen to that, right? So like if I buy, you know, if I bought Best Buy stock right. in like 1995 and then Netflix comes around and like is better and my stock value drops, I can't sue Netflix because they made this value of my property go like go down, right? And I think the same principle should apply to mm. landowners, right? So like if I'm sitting on a single family home and I bought, I bought it in 1960, that shouldn't like I should have no recourse if the property up the street it builds a skyscraper because I bought the property under the you know I bought the property in the current in its current state that doesn't mean I get to dictate the state of all the other properties around me just to maintain my property. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I I'm I think that's a pretty good argument. I'm have I'm having trouble thinking of some obvious pushback to it. I suppose the only thing. I mean, it's interesting, too, because you're talking about devaluing through other people's potential construction. But what about devaluing through other people's destruction? What if they're just what if instead of building skyscrapers, they just have a junkyard or they or, just or have natural destruction too? you always have to assume the risk that your property is going to be devalued for one or infinite reasons in the course of your ownership. Hmm. Yeah, you're totally right about this. I I think that the case that you just laid out is is pretty good and one that that makes sense to me. Um, so I, I can kind of understand the arguments. Like I understand where where NIMBYs come from sometimes. The because I like I said I build affordable housing, so a lot of the arguments are like, oh, I don't want Section Eight, I don't want those people here. Yeah, and it's it's always exclusively like rich white people who come out in droves to oppose these things. Hmm. Um, I would be and, so pissed if they put Section Eight in Coeur d'Alene, though. <laughs> so mad i'd be furious about it joe's gonna not mandate to say that, it very soon well, not to say that i that i have any right to stop it um but when i was living in los angeles i lived in a really nice apartment and then they put in section 8 housing like right next door and so it's like a bunch of nice ish white people and then like crack addicts falling out of their windows and dying and i was furious all the time hmm. like stop trying to integrate me with these people we should be separated naturally through voluntary means I, I thought watching crack addicts fall out of windows would be an afternoon's entertainment for you. Yeah, really. You know, that actually happened. The dude dead just fell right out you, of his eighth You story saw window. a guy die? No, it was next door to me when I was living in Los Angeles. He just was oh. like, oh, I'm doing crack on my windowsill. And then he fell over and died. 
So, but you 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 saw the aftermath, or did you see? No, you just no, heard I, about I, it. I, I just heard about it because it was right next door. Yeah. Mm. But Honestly, that, I basically yeah. I basically fall into the opinion of like when you purchase any property, it doesn't matter if it's land or 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 equity or whatever it is, you're buying that property subject to all of the risk that comes with owning it. Mm. One of those being the possibility that things will be built around you that would devalue it. And so mm. you shouldn't have any right to dictate what other people do with their own property. But what if it's something that uh, wasn't easily predictable, like uh, the government wants a di- has a diversity initiative for North Idaho, so they send a bunch of fucking Somalis to our way and then build Section 8 housing in downtown? I like, mean, th- that's totally easily predictable. Should totally unforeseeable. Totally unforeseeable for us, though, and, and against the consciousness of the entire town. Well, yeah, and I th- but I think that's a... A, just, there's a distinction there too between rightful property owners moving right, in and doing right, what they want yeah. versus federal coercion. But shouldn't uh, the right. town have some kind of recourse in that situation? Hmm. Well, because then you're not talking about individual landowners; you're talking about municipalities, and that's a different conversation. I think that's true. Well, um, I think that you're right, but also I retain the right to pitchfork mob drive these people out of my town. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So your principles plus. Pitchfork mobs. I think we cracked the code. Okay. We can all live peacefully together, except <laughs> if you're Somali, then you get out of my town. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for the cool. thoughts. I, I appreciate it. It's not something I've put a lot of uh, thought to, so I, I appreciate the explanation. Yeah. No worries, guys. And you guys have a good night. Thanks. Bye. Take it easy. All right. We are oh, due man. for a break again. I got to find out what's causing this wide angle lens because it just it just turns this mic into a, a giant dildo. <laughs> it does. Uh, Everyone's it like, does. get a new mic. You know, we have the same mic. Well, he and I it, have the same mic. It's just, you know, it doesn't help that you're setting it up very. I could set it up very direct in that same way, but I'm kind of going across. That is no better. Um, it the, the wide angle lens is not helping you. I don't know why it does that, though. It's got to be in your video settings in. uh in in zoom well i can't hang it from anything well you could I get... just stop making hand gestures this is getting <laughs> no we, what we want is your camera settings the way that they were so you'll have to play around with your camera settings in in zoom to see if you can get that figured out fine let's see um incompetent hands over on no we already did that one uh vanilla gorilla says once again right-wing california spurg uh, looking for well-adjusted woman to start family with. So it's a personal ad. Uh, yeah. My interests include camping, motorcycles, and going to the beach. Getting into fitness, too. Lost 100 pounds in the last year. Contact the vanilla gorilla. Uh, huh. Wow, that, that's no small feat, man. 100 pounds lost. That's that's yeah. pretty incredible. So good for you. And, uh, you know, you keep on that path to self-improvement. And a lot of these, uh, you know, a lot of these issues kind of come together. So... If you are uh, looking for a vanilla gorilla, you know where to find him. Except for he didn't tell me how to contact him. He just says contact the vanilla gorilla. But I don't actually That's know how to do that. That's not enough information, man. Um, I guess vanilla gorilla, you can email me. And if there are any females seeking vanilla gorillas, you can also email me. But I would encourage everyone who's maybe interested in trying to meet someone of similar values through the show. I know it sounds like a kind of crazy thing to do. But of course, I was just we talked about Batman meeting his fiance through the show. Um, I have just been informed that there's going to be another show facilitated wedding this weekend. So crazy. Did they meet on the on the thing? I don't know if they met on the the dating page of the website, but I know they met through the show. 
And so if you're interested in trying your hand at that, head over to the website and the dating page, uh, the the dating uh, form that we have up there on the, on the community page. You never know. I, 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 when this was organized by the community, I thought that was a major long shot for any number of reasons. One, people are going to be very disconnected geographically. And number two, it's going to be probably three to one, if not more men signing up for that. But that's kind of no, true. No, I mean, if you places. find the right person, you will figure it out geographically. Everyone's like, oh, they don't live right next to me. So what? But it it's it's produced more couples than I ever thought it would. So. Me too. It's crazy. So it's not that crazy. Vanilla Gorilla, head over there. And uh, if you're looking for Vanilla Gorilla, perhaps I can help you find him. I'm good over here. Uh, I have to read this this live chat. Somebody just said, at least paint the mic white for your people blonde. <laughs> that's true you you're making you're making daryl very uncomfortable with, with this imagery oh that was a good one okay God. uh nobody the right needs to learn and improve upon i just read that uh bill biz says blonde cda definitely not as bad uh with signs downtown bainbridge island has a we believe sign every hundred feet we believe what you don't even have to say anymore. It's it generic. It's platitudes so generic. They don't have to mean anything. They just, you're a good person for repeating them. Ugh. We believe the vaccine is going to kill everybody. We believe what? It's, <laughs> you get to believe- substitute your own thing, I guess. Yeah. Abby Elliott, um, if all goes well and U.S. divides, the conservatives have the Republic of America. What changes do you think need to be made to the Constitution and Bill of Rights to avoid the same failures we have now, like immigration? Um, if, if I was rewriting, I would keep the Constitution largely intact, but I would somehow make it double, triple, extra specific that the federal government only performs the duties that are specifically delegated to it, which is already called the Tenth Amendment. But for some reason, that's not specific enough. So maybe yeah. we put an eleventh, twelfth, and a new thirteenth in there that all say the same thing. No, seriously, guys, the federal government does these restricted specific tasks and nothing else. And then the other issue that we talk about all the time, um, no branch of government delegating its authority to other branches of government. Congress just can't just write a law and (laughs) say, executive, you do this. Yeah. No, Congress must do it or nobody does it. Period. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, that's how it needs to work. Um, I can't see why we, uh, can't do an immigration moratorium by edict in perpetuity, unchangeable, unamendable, moratorium on immigration it's just a constitutional provision no immigration ever period. under any circumstances this is no the one spousal thing. immigration nothing not amendable no not process. amendable yeah <laughs> through no process can you amend that yeah and then um you know if people sneak in we can kill them uh there's got there's got to be a a catapult provision of blonde's constitution yeah i did it right there solved nobody says the border is almost as open as our vps legs vps legs it It wasn't capitalized it just says vps in lowercase yeah i get it um (laughs) yeah it's a kamala joke good sorry i really messed up your joke reality lobster um what frat did you visit in rolla hopefully not dater rappy pikes or signu and did you drink at the only college bar the grotto emos for life i don't remember i was drunk for a lot of my early days <laughs> although i might have been a teenager then 17 or 18 um i i have no idea i went to one frat and it was a bunch of dudes getting drunk and one fat chick and that was it hmm. and i don't think we went to bars i wasn't old enough 
Um, and Emo's is delicious. I don't care what anybody sells. It says it's pizza straight up on a cracker. I'm into it. Hmm. We're good over here. Yeah, I'm not the. We've talked about it before. I'm not the biggest thin crust guy, but it sure does beat that pizza lasagna from Chicago. Yeah, I can't go that far. Authentic Chicago pizza is is weird, and I say that as someone who likes, uh, you know, like a thick doughy pizza. You heard uh, it here. What that I like thick doughy pizza. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Pizza is best when it's a little undercooked, not overcooked. That is asinine. And you know the best part about, I've, ta- I've been talking about how much I've enjoyed air frying things lately. Great story. I know everyone wants Compelling to Compelling it. But if, you, if you've never invested in an air fryer, there was a listener who sold it, sold me on it. And so I decided to do it. And air frying everything is great. But you, you air fry a frozen pizza like a DiGiorno or something. You get this this nice crispy effect on the edges. Oh, what just happened? What? Oh, did I lose you? Oh, I lost you for a second. It's cool. Oh, okay. You're back. You get a nice crispy golden edge, like crust and cheese, but the inside remains doughy. It's awesome. It's like a it's a it's an amazing frozen pizza in your air fryer. Huh. Best you've ever had. Mm. Over on uh, D Live, Silosopher, appreciate it. Uh Darth Jones as well. Thank you guys. And as well as critiqued Ireland. Um, appreciate you guys. Thank you. And I have just been informed too. I wanted to shout out um, our friend Chubby Stubby over on Trovo. <laughs> Chubby Stubby, if you're listening and you want to send me an email, you're one of the people that I want to go to bat for at Trovo after this banning because Chubby Stubby had gifted a huge amount of subscriptions to our listeners on Trovo at his or her own cost. Um, and so now all of those subscriptions that Chubby Stubby had gifted to everybody, I guess, are null and void and erased. Ugh. And they've they've straight up stolen out of that Chubby sucks. Stubby's wallet. So uh, if you're inclined, please get in touch with me because I, I want to make sure that yeah, I obviously I, there's only so much I can do. I don't I don't know what I'm going to be able to do, but I'm going to try to get a hold of somebody and. They're the not going to do anything. I'm, I'm going to write a sternly worded, worded letter. Okay, I'm going to really make them feel bad. I just that it works sucks. sometimes. It does. Like I, I, what I'm saying is, I'm not confident that I can get the money out of them. Right, it's your money. But, but yeah, they they've stolen a significant amount of money from our audience, and uh, that can't go without at least a scolding. You know, <laughs> if yeah, not a full on blonde pitchfork and torch mob. Uh, if anyone's deserving, the people at Trovo, I think, are. Next up is uh, Red Falcor. Is you know that's sort yeah. of hey, Why are you so loud? Keep your sweet nothings to to uh, dangerous spaces on the uh, on the down low here. Fags. <laughs> Guys, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> you brought me in at the uh, most awkward possible moment. Well, I was... I, whenever that happens and people are speaking, I do try to shout at them because. It, it, there's only been a couple, but there's been some very awkward moments in the history of the show where people get pulled in live right. and they don't know that they're live. I don't right. want to repeat those, especially for someone who calls as frequently as Red Falcor. I would hate to <laughs> create a moment of embarrassment for such a such a kind fellow. I appreciate that very much. Yeah, I was just talking to um, Dangerous Spaces uh, about his potential film selections for next month, uh, which is his birthday month apparently Mm. and uh so he's an october baby and or october for us i suppose (laughs) i imagine it's the same for him but i don't know are the months different down in australia (laughs) (laughs) does october convert to april down there down there or something yeah 
I don't think so. But uh, but he was talking about the king's speech, and he was worried that oh. he would potentially uh, uh, offend me. And I was like, no, don't don't worry about that. But that's I. It's a great movie. That's what I hear, and I only say that's what I hear because I did see the movie, but I was in such a different place psychologically with my stutter at the time that I don't really remember much about it, but he was describing um, Colin Farrell, Colin Firth Firth or something. Firth, thank you. That doesn't seem like a real name, but that's his name. Um, Saying how he was simulating a stutter and it's like he was trying to push out a sound and it just wasn't coming out. I was like, yep, that's actually pretty accurate the way that uh, stutterers' brains kind of fight with themselves. They issue the speak command and the don't speak command simultaneously. So they end up in a kind of signal conflict. So they're literally trying to push against themselves, trying to get out the word. Hmm. Um, So in any case, um, real quick, I did want to uh, get back to mentioning the stutteringwithconfidence.org website because sure. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been uh, harassed in the chat about doing that lately. So I do want to do that again so they ah. have an opportunity. They're um, mean to you for your shout outs. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> they're mean to me for my shout outs. Stop I mentioning can't, it. I can't believe that they would be hostile with anybody. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That just doesn't. It's so unlike the chat um, <laughs> <laughs> to do that. Um, but if you go to the testimonials page, you can see me uh, in the in one of the videos. I am the redhead in uh, one of those videos. Um, so if you have a if you have a stutter, if you know somebody who does, go to that website. Um, and uh, real quick, I know we're. Already running out of time. I've got four topics to pick from, and then I'll try to say something real quick on. You got to. Uh, wait, wait, wait. You got to pick one. Not pick this one. No, just yeah, pick, I know. Okay, just no, go no, no. on. You, you, you choose. Argument for the soul, marital rape legislation, <laughs> national divorce, or a question for me. I'll take any one of those. Question for you. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I thought you had the question. I don't know why no, I no. thought that. <laughs> I, you have to ask the question now. You made the decision. Okay. The, um, was was your social life so difficult because you had a stutter that it made you more introverted than you normally would have been? Probably. Yeah. Uh, uh, I do remember um, I actually uh, had a lot of psychological work in high school just to come out of my shell regarding the stutter. And I remember a moment at a Los Angeles open mic because I used to do stand-up comedy uh, all the time at open mics. Um, There was a fellow comedian who learned I had a stutter and learned it was not an act and came up to me uh, drunk and crying like I'm so sorry man you know apparently he was uh, making fun of me or something and I didn't notice or didn't care and uh, it's it's um, it's it's always strange to watch uh, people have emotional reactions to my stutter more than I do Mm. but of course that's how I started stuttering is you know that I was uh, uh, um, 
getting into a social chemical reaction with a listener where I would start to stutter and I would watch the reaction on their face and then I would start to stutter a little more because of the reaction on their face. Right. Yeah, you know, I can see that. Get into a cycle, basically. Yeah, you just psych yourself out and it kind of fuels itself. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of like a holding back disorder as well, well as that uh, pattern interference I was discussing earlier, which is it's called a rhythmic disorder, which is why I can sing without stuttering because... Right. Uh, so, so, song is a neurocortically global phenomenon that yeah. occupies Aww. both hemispheres. Well, yeah. thank you as always for calling in. And, um, and if people want to go to the website, it's stutteringwithconfidence.org. And I think one of the things that's up there, if you haven't seen it before, is Red Falcor's first call into the stream, which was probably a couple of years ago now. That's and right. You, you can see how different it is. So, so thank you for, uh, thanks as always for talking about the, uh, the issue. And, um, oh, and it's always a pleasure to, to hear from you. Yeah, nice to nice to hear from you guys again. All right, have a good night. You too. Michigan expat is up next. Mr. Expat, you there? Hello? Hi. What's on your mind? Oh, hey there, Matt. And just got uh dropped in here pretty quickly. Um, let's see here. Well, um all right. Uh I have a choice of topics for you tonight actually. Okay. Let's see. We can either talk about gated communities, we can talk about city states. We can talk about can morality exist without the existence of God? And let's uh, see. That's Ooh. That's just, about more that's basis about, for uh, morality. So yeah, those those those, those, <laughs> those those are your three that those are your three that I have for tonight. Well, you uh, know, we never talk about the basis for morality on this show. No, I won't uh if I won't as much as I love that topic, I won't forcefully subject Blonde to that. If do any of the other topics No, uh, it's okay. I mean, I'll be of let's, course that topic always interests that, me the, the most, yeah. but it's the one that comes up the most. Um but it, I, but I would love to hear your thoughts. So you're saying that God is necessary um God is a necessary basis for morality, is that your perspective or is it something else? I mean, more or less, yeah, my my opinion is it's like if you don't have some sort of universal arbiter presiding over the universe, creating an absolute standard of what is right and what is wrong. I mean, if there's no guy, I mean, you know, if we after we die, if we just like if our just consciousness just dissipates into nothing, I mean, and, there, and there's no God. I mean, how can you even argue that morality even exists? If, if you know, if you can do whatever you want your entire life, you just you know, you just dissipate into nothingness after you die. How can you argue that morality even exists if that's the case, if there is no universal arbiter? Yeah, I, I think we're on something of a similar page there. I think what you're saying, I would phrase as um, if there's no purpose to human life, if it's all just coincidence and right. accident and it really has no inherent value, no inherent purpose, then why is it wrong to eliminate it? Why is it wrong to mistreat it? Why is it wrong to abuse it? And if I don't grant that fundamental premise that you're getting at, I, I can't tell you what the basis for morality would be. Why should we treat each other well? Why should we respect each other's rights? If there's no purpose behind it, then who gives a shit? Exactly. Right. So, go ahead. I, I guess my my only question is, and and I'm asking this genuinely. I'm not asking rhetorically, um, because I, I this is where I get stuck. Uh, why does it have to be? Why does it have to be God that gives that purpose? Or what's the what's the connection there that God is the basis for that purpose or that value? 
Can you repeat the question? Yeah. So, so if we agree with the premise that human life has inherent purpose and value, right? Why does it have to be God that put that there? Well, I mean, you know, who would put that there? You know, the inherent value of human life. I mean, I mean, who Mm -hmm. else would put it there? Besides, you know, humans themselves. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't have a great answer. That's, that's kind of what I get hung up on or stuck on. And, um, and I don't have a great answer to that question. I, I believe that human life has inherent value because frankly, it's the basis for any, any moral framework. But as far as what the origin of that value is, I, I struggle with that. I mean, yeah, I've, I've tried arguing this with people before and, you know, they believe that morality exists, but you know, they're also atheist and, yeah. you know, they're not, they've never really given me a satisfactory answer as to how morality can exist if there is no sort of universal arbiter deciding, you know, what's, what's right and what's wrong. And, mm-hmm. you know, some, you know, some people, you know, some people tell me, you know, it's quote unquote dangerous, you know, relying on some quote unquote, you know, uh, sky daddy is what they call them, you know, for, you know, some sense of morality. And, you know, like, like I said, it's like, you know, if it's all, the, if it's just all the same, you know, no matter what you do in life, you know, then, you know, I just, I don't see how you can, I I really don't see how a person can argue, you know, morality existing without God. So yeah. And I, I yeah. see it. I see it the exact opposite way that you're describing, or at least describing the perspective of those people, because ju- just because something's dangerous doesn't mean that it's wrong necessarily. But mm. if you want to talk about danger, moral relativism is danger. Thinking that morality is just a made up human construct that be, that can change whenever mm. we whenever our whims dictate. That's danger. I mean, if we're just mm. if we're away from a king's decree or a 51 percent vote that murder is cool and that's all <laughs> that decides morality, that's that's real danger. So to me, I agree They're They're on the if we're talking what's dangerous, they're on the t- totally on the wrong side of that one. I agree. Hmm. Well, thank oh, you for what's, the, what, 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 Oh, yeah, yeah go I, ahead. If you have some more up. thoughts. Yeah, go go for it. I, 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 was, I was just curious what Blonde has to say about this because yeah. I, I haven't heard much from you. Um, I mean, it's something I grapple with. I do think that humans uh, are born with innate morality, but I think that that's bestowed upon us by God. So it is it really our own? I don't think so. I think that in the absence of God, you can't truly be a moral person. Hmm. Well, I agree. I, I think that there's diff- a couple different ways to think about that, too, because it's like, d- does belief do you need belief in God to be moral? I don't know that I would say that, but it's quite possible that the moral framework we understand is God's creation or based right. on on God's will. Uh, so. You, I guess what I'm saying is you can be accidentally or incidentally moral. If that makes sense, <laughs> you can be yeah. moral without even knowing why you are. That's mm. true. Yeah. But just not yeah, that it's I mean, the best I, I, way to be, I suppose, but it's, it's, possible. it's just, yeah, it's like, I, w- I would love to hear someone argue, you know, how they think, you know, morality can exist without God. Cause I've, I've, I've never heard, I've never gotten a satisfactory, uh, what's the word response, you know, you know, for, you know, someone who thinks that way. So, I mean, all, all, we, all I hear him is just, you know, vilifying, you know, Christianity and, you know, whatever else. Yeah. So, yeah, we had a call on exactly that a couple of weeks ago on a secular basis for morality. And it, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure I was fully on board, but it, the case was. Um, in fact, in fact, I found the case a little bit difficult to to follow because to I'm follow, not sure right. I could I'm not sure I could accurately represent it to you a few weeks after the fact. I want to I don't want to um, 
I don't want to do a disservice to that caller by characterizing his case in a way that's not actually mm. accurate. But the but the case was made, so there there are attempts for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for the well, thoughts. I I always appreciate the call, but I always appreciate the topic in particular. So thank you for that. Oh, for sure. You're quite welcome. Good talking. Yep. Bye. Have a good night. Good okay. Night. We have time for How are we on uh, email questions tonight? Uh, I think it's about average. Let me look. Okay. Yeah. It looks like, uh, you know, it's not a, it's not an overwhelming amount, but it's, it's a decent amount. So maybe we can, we can take at least one more call here. We'll see how we do on okay. time. Maybe, maybe one more. I'm not sure, but, uh, <laughs> great name. Hunter Biden's crack pipe. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Are you guys? How are you? Yeah. Um, so I was the guy last week who like super chatted basically saying like his family is like removing him from family events because of the vax. Oh, damn, dude. Sorry yeah, it's it's OK. Uh, so I have like a funny update on that. Obviously, like, you know, I so kind of the background of how I've been answering that question is. Oh, I, oh sorry. Yeah, are you still there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, Sorry, go for I'm it. on the phone. Um, so, yeah, kind of how I've been answering that question has been, like, so I'm, like, just now trying to get into college. Or, like, I just got out of the service. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, uh, I've been dealing with college enrollment the whole time. And, like, they keep pushing it on me. And I'm, like, yeah, I'm busy right now. I'll look into it later. And then I actually looked into it. And I was, like, okay, fuck, here. I don't know if I can test on air, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is this is a family broadcast. I know. So. <laughs> don't um, you okay, know? But just so I understand, you're saying your family is pushing you to take the vaccine and you're kind of you're saying, oh, I'll look at it. And then you looked at it. Yeah, pretty okay. much. And, and um, when you say that, did you did you were you already decided or, or were you talking about a serious open minded evaluation? Uh, Just for them, I was thinking like something super like, hey, super serious, just because, okay. I, you know, I do like my family. Yeah, uh, sure. Some, yeah. As you should. Family integrity is a very important value. We talk about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's really crazy today is, you know, my parents call me up because every Sunday we like uh, we talk, we FaceTime because I live like far away from home. Yeah. And uh, what ends up happening is my dad's like, yeah, like we'll try to they're trying to essentially bribe me right now. They're like, hey, we'll give you like six hundred dollars to. What the hell? That is not that much money. Yeah. And. Hmm. You know, I, I, I don't know how to take it other than, like, I can't, I have to be much more, like, you know, not as subtle. Like, I have to, now they kind of, like, force my hand. Now I'm like, okay, now I have to say something. And Do they think response- that you're stupid? I mean, what's the deal here? $600? That's not shit. Yeah, there, there really isn't a whole lot. Um, Yeah, they, I guess they're just, like, they're really trying to pressure me because they're, they're boomers. Like, they're. <laughs> they're boomers so it's like uh they're they're like really big on like they watch msnbc they watch all the mainstream so it's like i hear everything from them so i i think they're like like you know kind of see where i'm getting at so it's like i get it but at the same time it's like they're trying to force me into it and yeah you know it kind of sucks but you know, I, what was your what was your response to, to the to that offer? What did you say? Uh, I didn't know really how to take it. I was just like, uh, yeah, like, I, and this is probably a fall on my part. It's like, yeah, I'll think about it. Well, I mean, what are you supposed to do? They're really putting you yeah. in a bind. What a bunch of boomer nonsense. Ooh, I'll give my kids six hundred dollars and they'll do whatever they want or whatever I want them to do. It's like, do they have any faith in you? 
Yeah. yeah uh, can I ask how old you are? Um, I'm 22. So I just, okay, oh my so god! Yeah, it, it's, really grown ass man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's it, it, you, they have to understand, or I hope they do. And I, I, I guess I, I'm sure you do as well. When yeah. their offer is not just, it's not about a, a medical treatment. They're they're trying to buy out your autonomy as an adult, which is exactly. Yeah, and that that's why I told him. I was like, yeah, yeah. like I'll get it because it's my decision to get it. It's not right. Exactly. You know. Like if you decide to get it, it's because you did. Uh, out of your own volition, not because you right. needed some yeah. bonus money or something like that. It, yeah, it's, it's, you, you don't get an allowance from your parents for good behavior anymore. You're an adult man. No, no. I, yeah, I, I live out of the house and everything. So it's like yeah. really, it, I'd be more of a bind if I lived at home, but uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of ridiculous that they're trying to buy me off, but yeah, for real. I think, but, but, I think, so have they done other things though? Is it just that, or are they actually trying to restrict you from access to your family? Uh, they they don't really other than like hey you're not invited to like family events which you know they're super COVID paranoid like I you know like I said but it's like uh, these fucking boomers what do they think is gonna happen they're gonna get old and then they're gonna be like oh you can't take care of me while I die because you didn't get yeah. vaccinated it's like all right I'll just put you in a home mom where you get beat up by black nurses all the time and you die alone you <laughs> that was idiot. only once that was only one time <laughs> that is yeah. this boomer mentality that like they're never gonna die and that <laughs> they're never gonna need their kids for anything and they're always gonna be able to lord these decisions your life decisions yeah. over you for six hundred dollars yeah oh yeah Yeah, it's like so i was like i don't know how to really take it other than like they're they're gonna have to force me to be essentially be like hey like i'm not sorry like i'm not gonna get it like that's just good for you i almost said kid but grown-ass man i don't know why i said that see i'm a boomer boomer mentality (laughs) yeah no um also i just wanted to ask like uh what's your take on like the project veritas videos that kind of just dropped I, I have like, to admit, I haven't watched it yet, but I did download oh, it because I saw it and I thought that's getting deleted. I need that, but I haven't yeah. seen it. I know that this is an insignificant criticism and I probably shouldn't even say this, but the audio mixing is so fucking bad on the video that has 4 million views that it, it made me want to like smack. What, the too quiet right to too loud or what's the problem? The, the, the speaking is is quiet. And then the I think they felt like they had to bump up the hidden camera footage. Oh. So that it was audible, yeah. but it has subtitles anyway, and they made it so loud. Hmm. Uh, the editing is just terrible. How did However, you come to criticize the audio mixing of yeah. every production? That's <laughs> like it's no, it's just so annoying. <laughs> it's like you knew that it has four million views right now. It's like you guys knew that this was going to be. But in, in terms of content, I thought it was um, it was revelatory. Well, not really. I knew that this was happening, but that poor nurse, and I also felt for the doctor too because I kind of feel like she didn't ask to be outed and i feel like people have to uh accept the risks on their own uh in order to come forward and i kind of feel like she's just going to be thrust into the spotlight they're all going to lose their jobs for sure oh yeah for sure like what did you think uh basically like what i got from it is like it's more of what of like we've been actually like if you look into covid it's like it's more of what we've been told like it's like okay yeah it's it's total bs like and they have they're yeah they're just treating it wrong other than you know how they're supposed to be treating it if that makes any sense but it's like it's it really just reinforces what i was already thinking like mm-hmm. oh yeah this is a total fucking you know scam oh when yeah you send that link to your dad in an email and say i will pay you six hundred dollars to watch this <laughs> so, that's you it might. you just fixed all of his family problems that's have, what you, yeah, you gotta do a deal's a deal honestly 
Honestly, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. <laughs> That's a great idea. Well All right. done. All right. Well, uh, um, thanks for calling and good luck. And keep us and posted because. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, thank you these guys. Family conflict stories are always heartbreaking and um but also fascinating cuz I just can't understand the mentality of somebody that's willing to sell out their family over this. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's 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 certainly a wild stream of events for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for sharing the story and, and Godspeed. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. You guys have a great night. You too. And you as well. All right. Uh we do have one more caller in the uh, screening room here so we will uh get a quick last word <laughs> and I have to for this name. Can I even say it? Uh, retarded fur fag jogger, and then there's more to it, but it's cut off. Uh, oh, he got the boot. Uh, oh, I, sorry. It might be mobile. Maybe dangerous spaces. Dangerous spaces. I don't know. Well, let's pull dangerous spaces in here a moment. I'll see. Dangerous spaces. Can I talk to you for a second live? Oh, hey. Not to put you on the spot, but we lost retarded fur fag jogger. Uh, he might be mobile. And yeah, I can't was, see a name was, like that and not yeah. not try to hear from uh, that person. No, he was on mobile and he did drop for me first time I tried pulling it in. And okay. I, I thought it was going to be borderline as to whether you wanted to take him anyway. I did warn him that it might be a, a short call if he got on. So let's um, will you do me a favor and let's try to grab him once more. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But uh, uh yeah, hang on. Let's and I also wanted to, to acknowledge you as that fella down under. Uh, yeah, well, I told well, you on the hangout at the start of the week that I was going to change it for this week. Yeah. I do want to change it every now and then just for, you know, a bit of a change. So, oh, We just no, gave him the boot. So I guess I guess we won't be able to hear from retarded fur fag jogger. But Aww. maybe another time. Um, that's um, a bummer. I might see if I can try and troubleshoot him and get him set up for next it's, time. It's probably so. just mobile. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time it's, to remind everybody that mobile is very tricky. If you're trying to call in, mobile can work, but desktop and laptop tends to work a lot better on the Discord system. Yeah, I've, I've, I have had to skip about three or four people tonight just because I think every single one was on mobile. So, All right, well, that's our friendly call screener, that fella down under. Thank you for your <laughs> contributions, as always. We appreciate it. No worries. I'll talk to you guys next week. End yeah. of the Bye. Month, so. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll we'll hear from you then. Thank you. No. All right, uh, all right. Um, so that will do it on calls then tonight. We appreciate everybody's calls and thank you for your patience. If you didn't make it in, and if you'd like to contribute to the show but you can't do it live, you're having trouble getting in live. Of course, you can send us an email question, and the place to do that is over on the contact page of the website. That's mattchristiansandmedia.com/slash/contact. That's where we, uh, that's the one and only place to submit questions, written questions for the call in show. And we'll take them at the end of the stream each and every week, as we will right now. Zachary says, uh, My question for both of you is Do you see COVID and everything else that is happening as a global uh, government tyrannical push, like a lot of conspiracy guys do? Or do you see recent events largely due to government incompetence? I used to really be heavy into conspiracy theories, but I'm more and more leaning toward it all, excuse me, just being a part of the clown world. And a result of many years under the 19th Amendment had to throw that in for you, Blonde. Uh, thanks. You want to take that one first? Yeah, I think that um, my my greatest failing in my YouTube career, I shouldn't call it that because it's not really a career, but uh, has been in uh, attributing incompetence to the left where I should have attributed malice. And so it's and a reverse if, Hanlon's is Hanlon's razor. Is that the name of the never attribute Auckland's to razor or which one am I? Yeah, I'm confusing them. One of those razors no. says you should always assume incompetence um, unless you have firm evidence for malice. 
Oh, really? I was unaware of that. Um, yeah. But no, but I just like, I was like, they're so stupid. They're so stupid. And in the same way that, that they underestimated us in the 2016 election, I underestimated them in the 2020 election. And so when I look at this world takeover and how um, we've totally turned against each other, people within the same families and everything like that, and they basically have control over all businesses and all individuals, I'm like, wow, that was a... Uh, fucking elegant fucking elegant and so evil and so i have we have to stop thinking about about them like they're they're incompetent they're not and they're morally unscrupulous and they're willing to do things to achieve power that we're not willing to do and in that way um they're going to continue to win until we start I, compromising our principles i think it's i think it's both actually i think that when you're talking about your local health board and their restrictions over your life over the last year and a half, those people are just kind of reaction. They're, they're reactionaries. Yeah. They're just looking at what other people are doing. They're not doing their own independent analysis. They feel political sure. pressure to do what the next county board over did. And so There's they do some it. some incompetence. Yeah, of course. I think and, and rule following. The yeah. bulk of the compliance is that. But as far as the origin of this, do I think that coronavirus was all just some whoopsie that happened <laughs> at a time that was perfectly convenient for the 2020 election, perfectly convenient after the failed impeachment, which itself was perfectly timed after the failed Mueller report. I understand that the timing can be used to explain pretty much every conspiracy theory. And that's one reason I tend to dismiss them is you can say the timing is suspicious about everything, but this is one case where I have a hard time believing that all the timing and conveniences of coronavirus and this alleged pandemic are merely coincidence by buffoons making accidents. I think it is yeah. way too politically convenient for one political party and for uh, a bunch of communists in a foreign country who have a lot of common interest with certain political interests in this country. I don't have a hard time believing that powerful forces allied to make this happen. Right. I, but I think that's on a very small scale. I think those are yeah. that's a select small group of people who understand how to instill fear in a population. And they know that they can prey on the rest of the people who actually yeah. are incompetent and compliant. I think that's how this happened. I don't believe for a second the origin of this is incidental or accidental. No, I think you're totally right. Um, let's see. Inevitable it's, exchange. The, only one Jameson. other thing I wanted to say is it's a very interesting oh, trajectory for Zachary because I, I went the exact opposite way. I, yeah. I I have never been more tinfoil minded right. in my life than I am now. So to yeah. actually go from more tinfoil to less tinfoil over the course of 2020 and 2021, I find to be an interesting path. Yeah, that's uh, true. But thank you for the question. Um, inevitable exchange. Have you heard of the Bradley method for childbirth? With all the distrust, you're finally recognizing the medical community to just increase the money they make by almost forcing women into inducing labor, epidurals, and C-sections. Why would you have that as your primary? Why would you have that as your primary resource for childbirth? Highly recommend the Bradley method as we had three children, fully natural births, no medication, and planning on the fourth here doing the same. Plus, it really gets the father involved, which my husband was so pleased to actually know what to do to help assist through everything. Um, I don't know if God grants me more children. I'm looking into home births for the for the future ones, but for my last birth, I, mean, I really don't want to do a home birth. I I would like to do it in a hospital. Um, but also things go wrong. And I know that there's this community of, of home birth women that think that like nothing can possibly go wrong where you should go to a hospital. And I know women say this all the time and probably shouldn't, but I'm telling you that my baby and I could have died. We could have died if we were not hmm. in a hospital. 
I had to be induced. I, I went 25 hours after my water broke. You get sepsis and and you just die. If I if this happened in 1800 and I didn't I didn't dilate naturally, like we we would both be be dead. Dysentery on the Oregon Trail for you in that situation. Well, I mean, like I'm in labor and my crunchy friends are like, no matter what, don't let them induce you. I'm like, my water broke like 14 hours ago. What the fuck do you think I'm supposed to do here? Um, like, just wait. It's like I'm not I'm not willing to wait just because I'm so afraid of induction. Like some I, people need C sections. Some people need epidurals. Some people need labor induction. Yeah, like we, I guess. But yeah. I guess the pushback is to what extent is that the expected norm? You know, maybe we maybe we do For think sure. that medical yeah. assistance is the norm too much. Of course, if you can do a home birth and that's your jam and you're fine with that, then then you definitely you definitely should. But I just hate this this part on the home birth community that every woman that gave birth in a hospital has failed her children in some way. Sometimes home births go horrifically wrong hmm. uh, in ways that where your baby could have been saved at the hospital. Now, the, the the corollary to that is that sometimes things go badly in hospitals that wouldn't have happened in the home birth. Hmm. We also have to do our own risk assessment and stop judging each other. The only reason I judge women is if they get an elective C-section for convenience reasons. Unless you get the vaccine, then you must be yeah. judged. Then you must be judged. Yeah. But I mean, women shouldn't be like, I'm going to be induced because I have other things to do or blah, blah, blah. But if you're 42 yeah. weeks, like you need to be induced. <laughs> if you have preeclampsia, you need to be induced. Like there, there are reasons that people need to be induced. Just don't have a C-section for voluntary reasons. And if they tell you you need a C-section, then, you know, try to get as many hmm. other opinions as you possibly can. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar with the method, but I'll take a look at it as we consider our future children. I know my my wife is interested in natural methods, and she wasn't sure what to ha what was going to happen for the first time. So obviously, we went to the hospital and we took care yeah. of it through uh, the evil hospital methods. But yeah, I like what I'm reading about this, which is you know a, a natural a focus on natural a natural process. Mothers are encouraged to trust their body and focus on diet and exercise throughout the pregnancy, and it teaches couples to manage labor through deep breathing and yeah, support of a partner yeah. or labor yeah. coach. So it's very husband dad involved. I like that. Um, one I of the don't. things, Ugh. and this, well, I, I, I was a I was a part of my son's birth, and I appreciate that, and I'm not faulting the hospital for this, but at the same time. I felt like I was just kind of an observer, like I was just kind of there. And that's probably my own fault for not making myself as involved as I could be. <sighs> but maybe I need to be maybe I need to think about that stuff more actively. Maybe I should assume a more active role that maybe I shouldn't just assume is the, the hospital's job to provide. I don't know. I don't know if that's it just depends on what what your woman once mm. but on the right like I, I i'm it's really starting to piss me off this this natural birth community that is just talking about how no women should be induced in recent you guys aren't fucking doctors and i know the medical community has failed us miserably wait wait, wait. Uh, i thought i thought you don't trust doctors though i don't so trust doctors I thought doctors I mean, are the bad guys we can't act like everybody in western medicine got into it for for malicious reasons that's insane mm. like you have to you, it would be really stupid if you if you broke your arm and you were like, I'm not going to the fucking hospital because I don't trust doctors. They have specialized knowledge and, and you have to trust them at, sometimes. Yeah, I guess. I, I think the only the only way I'd push back on that analogy is a, is a broken arm the same thing as labor. No, because a broken arm is something that's not necessarily supposed to happen to your body while we're yeah. aid for labor. Yeah, but but acting like like there's no reason to see doctors is is totally absurd. And I think mm. that people on the right are also constantly conflating 
the motives of pharmaceutical companies with the motives of doctors, even though they're interconnected and intertwined and in many ways inextricably linked. I think that we do have to separate those to some degree. Hmm. Um, but I mean, I have gotten really bad medical advice and treatment from some doctors and so has my daughter. And still, if something goes wrong, like I'm going to take her to a doctor. Hmm. You, you, you have to do that. You can distrust doctors and, and try to do what you can as a parent, but to forego Western medicine entirely because, um, you know, because we were just talking about which doctors on Sunday, what the hell happened to that? I know. I mean, (laughs) this is, this is, you have a kid now you understand, but like, um, what happens if Calvin gets incredibly sick? Right. Uh, uh, My answer is something close to what you're saying, which is I'm going to take him to see a pediatrician but I'm going to make my own evaluation about what the recommended course exactly. of action is. Yeah, and I'm not going to trust them you blindly. You have to, right. You can't trust them blindly. And then if your pediatrician is like recommending that your kid get the vaccine, it's like, all right, well, relationship over. Like I've got to find somebody else that more aligns with my values. When your pediatrician walks in with the trans flag button. Yeah, no it's deal. It's a big warning sign. <laughs> yeah. No deal. And we're just going to have to find a way to not wash our hands of Western medicine entirely while taking the good from it. And still being skeptical and realizing that doctors, like, they're not gods. They don't know everything. Yeah. But they do have some specialized knowledge that we need. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Chris M. says, hey, faggots, looking at news and infection rates about vaccinated people still ending up in the hospital. And I'm starting to wonder if the vaccine isn't nefarious at all and is just a saline shot. If a low-grade illness was unleashed upon the people and nothing was done to combat it, all numbers could be generated and spun however they want, and simple statistics could explain the vaccine injury levels, since sometimes people just get ill. If the whole goal was to introduce vaccine passports and movement papers, why would, uh, would this make more sense? Sorry, would this make more or less sense as a way to go about it? Seeing as the vaccine working and things going back to normal would be the worst case for that agenda. I can't claim knowledge of the content of the vaccines. Uh, All I can speculate on is what the motive for the big push behind it is. And I can't honestly say that building immunity is the goal of these people when they have no concern whatsoever for natural immunity or other treatments for the illness. So to me, that is a that is an all but guarantee that there's some sort of secondary motive behind their push. What is it? Could it, could it plausibly be some sort of um, permanent control mechanism? Like you're talking about like some kind of papers that you carry everywhere, some kind of uh, segregation of society between good boys and bad people. I could absolutely believe that. I just, I don't know enough to tell you the content of the shots because that's just, I don't have expertise in that area to tell you that. Yeah. Um, that's what legal man thinks. I don't know. I don't think that this is that tinfoily, if I'm being totally honest. To me, the content of the shot isn't even necessary to... I mean, if you could prove that it was worthless salt solution, then yeah. God, I but, hope it's saline. Wouldn't but, that be awesome? But Nobody would have any vaccine injury. Well, that, that would certainly tell you that there's some other motive at play, but, but I don't even know that I need to know that to conclude ulterior motive based on what we already know and based on the way that they behave. Yeah. 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 I don't even know how to answer this. Uh, thank you for that. This is Will. Uh, this question might be one of those Susan Bake questions. Uh, oh, this is fine. Why is the cathedral so obsessed and hell-bent on getting every single person vaccinated? It's become clear that the vaccine is not as effective as it was originally advertised in all aspects, can still get infected, can still spread it, need boosters, etc. Is it merely a money grab? 
yes, the vaccine is free for the end user in a lot of places, but they're still being paid at the end of the day. I think that there's clearly some kind of financial incentive, you know, uh, it could separate just be... doctors and pharmaceutical companies, but, but but people are clearly making shitloads of money off. Those. Oh yeah, look at the look at Pfizer stock, look at Moderna stock. If you need any additional demonstration of that, it could yeah. just be that there's a lot of people getting very rich on this. I've also heard the explanation that um, if you if you want to be more cynical, if you want to believe there are worse motives in play, not that getting rich based on deception is <sighs> is not bad enough motive enough, but the. The worry of a lot of people is that they want universal compliance so that there's no control group. And again, yeah. Susan, I'll qualify by saying I am not an expert on on um, any sort of uh, adverse effect on any of this, on any sort of bad outcomes. Not an expert on what those are. I'm not an expert on the rates at which they happen. But right. in the hypothetical where there were a bunch of bad outcomes years down the line, if there is no control group of people who did not receive that shot – you can plausibly blame those bad effects on something else yeah. because you don't know what the alternative know, is because right. you don't have that group of people who didn't receive it. That's, I don't know that I'm quite that cynical, but a lot of people do worry <laughs> about that. And as I said, um, I'm much more open to the tinfoil explanations than the, to me, the most tinfoil, I should maybe qualify that a different way there's nothing more tinfoil than believing these people are pushing it as hard as they are because they have your best interest at heart yeah, that's really. the most tinfoil explanation of them all of them all yeah <laughs> uh i think you're next international jewelry says <laughs> wait did i just get played <laughs> that's that's a, that's a that's a I, yeah, I see it Ju jewelry man that's so funny. <laughs> Who sent this in? Uh, what? Is, I don't even know what. Does our resident pro foreskin anti circumcision advocate care to opine on the the plight of the? I don't even know phimosis. what this is. What is this about? Um, phimosis is when um you can't bring back the foreskin. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if our audience knows this, but I've said it before, and everybody should know this. You should not be pulling back your child's foreskin it's there for a reason under you shouldn't be cleaning under it um it's like ripping off a part of their body you just need to leave it where it is so 10 percent of babies have something called phimosis where uh their their foreskin is is very tight or i shouldn't oh okay yeah. very tight around the heads of their penises um and then through puberty and through the changes of the body and the changes in hormones uh, fewer than one percent of men retain their phimosis uh by the time they're 18 or something like that. So I fail to see why we should be doing a very serious surgery on children to prevent an uncomfortable condition that happens in fewer than one out of every 100 adults. That's fucking stupid. Why would you do that? It's like cutting off my tits because there's a high breast cancer rate. Why? Why would you Didn't, do that? Uh, Angelina Jolie did it, right? She had the BRAC gene though. Oh, <laughs> So she All had right. like a if she if you have the BRAC gene, you should probably consider getting a prophylactic bilateral mastectomy. I mean, you're going to mm. die of breast cancer, probably or ovarian cancer. All right. Uh, YouTube Insiders up next. A couple Collins ago, Matt pondered if you could live training in um, you could run live training in America. Am I illiterate? Uh, oh, we were. Yeah. So we, this was about uh, the, the point was made that Afghanistan was essentially a, a great training ground for our military. Live training. 
Well, I don't remember this. Um, in response to yeah. a question somewhere along the lines of keeping the Afghan conflict to ensure that armed forces are combat ready. I don't believe that would be possible as these types of things require an actual degree or air of hostility. That's interesting. As someone in the back of their minds, the training knows it's just a training exercise. Thoughts? Yeah, I'm sure that's probably true that you can't you can't fully replicate an active war zone without being in an active war zone. I, I can grant that premise, but the pushback that I would have is, is that moral justification for us to be in occupation of, of foreign countries? And I don't, yeah. I don't really think it I is. Don't, I don't think and, it is either. And that, that wasn't our stated reason for being there either, that right. we, we use this other foreign country as, as a playground to, to run our, exercises in i i grant that it might be a benefit but I, I don't know that i see that benefit as moral or wise foreign policy yeah okay i'm with you hmm. do you think that people i think they always know that there's that it's just a training exercise though even in the um the context of having uh, an international foe or something like that so would that really even matter Although there's some urgency there, I guess. Yeah, if there's the possibility, even a slight possibility of an enemy attack, you you might stay uh, a little more aware and you might be a little more attentive. I can see that. I just don't know that that's sufficient justification for me to maintain a presence in another country. Yeah, I agree. Um, this is McMonahan. Dear fellow white people, what do you think can be done about high rates of recidivism amongst convicted criminals? Should we create harsher punishment, punishments or just accept the problem can't be fixed. Um, well, I'm not sure that harsher punishments are going to be a deterrent in the same way that strong families would stop the problems before they start. So as always, I know this sounds like a cop out, but fatherlessness would prevent criminality more than anything we can do in the legal system. Yeah, I, I might. I'm I would be willing to say that repeat offenders obviously need harsher punishments per offense if you keep doing the same thing you should face increased prison time or whatever the punishment may be but but yeah can you can you imprison your way out of this problem probably not it's a problem that starts at the at the family level at the home level and at the, at what the fundamental reason for this criminality is in the first place so I, i'm on i mean i'm i'm fully on board with that concept yeah yeah um nick gurr i like reading these i don't know why uh is it pedophilic? What? Oh, no. <laughs> What's his name? They got me. He's <laughs> got me. I love you know, reading these. I, I know. <laughs> oh. I got played by the jeweler and you he did. got and played by I, Nick. I fell right into The grizzly into bear that who one. goes, grr. <laughs> Nick. Grr. Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys got me. Um. I, I do like reading these, though. Uh, is it pedophilic when Hollywood sexualizes characters that are in high school but are portrayed by 20-something adults? I think it's important that people separate. What is I always forget. Is it pederasty? That's the term for, like, uh, romantic relationships with, a, with, like, a teen. Yeah. Or... Uh, it is? Okay. I, I forget really the... Important. Let me look up the definition. But, yeah, it's older than a child. It is important as a society that we separate these terms pedophilia from pederasty. Like if you ask any man if he wants to bang like a hot 16 or 17 year old girl, he'll say no, but his penis will say yes. Like Ooh. as a society, we, we come on, like you can't it, 16 or 17, 16 is legal in most states. That is not pedophilic. 
It's not. It's different. It, it it's is totally different. different than wanting to have sex with like a six-year-old, which is there's no biological necessity around that. It's totally dysfunctional and horrifically immoral. It's way worse. Right. It's it's different, but I will stop short of saying that it's moral. I don't think it's moral. Yeah. I'm saying it's it's obviously considerably worse. Yeah. Um, no, I'm saying the, even the the example of the 16 or the 17 year. I, I think that. Oh, saying it's, it's moral. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's it's different than a child, but it, I, I'm not going to say that. You know, it's there aren't moral concerns there. Of course, yeah. Like yeah. I would be very cons- like if I had a 16 year old daughter and she had a 30 year old boyfriend, I I would be like I, I'm going to find any way I possibly can to shut this down. Yeah. This is a nightmare. Um, I, but you know, it's not the same kind of thing as, as pedophilia. Uh, that being said, is it pedophilic? No. When Hollywood sexualized characters that are in high school, but are portrayed by 20 something adults. No. I mean, I guess what comes to mind is mean girls or something like that. I don't know the movie. Um, <sighs> I'm, I'm aware of it, but I haven't seen it. Put it on the list. I, I just realized that Greece was supposed to be high schoolers. Something I've not seen either, but John, they're Travolta's all like 35. Like yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. But here's the problem though. Uh, well, I guess it depends on your definition of sexualized too. Cause I don't want to set a standard that's so strict that you can't depict stories coming of age stories where main characters are high schoolers or something like that. Um, and a lot of that, a lot of that coming of age stuff has that sort of theme does well, that how do that- you even tell don't you think it's it's less offensive and immoral to portray a coming coming of age story with adult actors rather than child actors yeah i think that's more defensible it's more defensible i yeah. guess the criticism would be why do you want why does someone want to watch a story that involves even a hypothetical sexualized scenario of minors even if they're not minors in actuality but but i, I mean, guess the it problem- is it is plot I don't know. It's part of the plot. It was part of all of our lives. We all right, remember yeah. being like horny teenagers and stuff. Right. And I don't want to, I don't want to set a standard that's so strict that says you can't depict this aspect or area of life. Right. That, that seems, that seems way no, too strict. No, Lolita was 10. Lolita was 10, you guys. Hmm. 10 years old. This, this is totally different. I, 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 I'm going to say, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see a major problem with that i guess it depends like what are we talking about uh, how, how what is the sexual content that we're talking about is it is it like like um fast times at ridgemont high or also never seen it Jeez, <laughs> she shows her boobs in that but i'm pretty sure she was um and it's supposed to be underage but it's not yeah hmm. 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 stuff that's that's like yeah i can see what you're saying where it's it's nudity softcore porn type stuff and it's supposed to be minors. I could see the perspective that. Maybe what about? Um, oh, my gosh. What was that? What was that movie where the guy puts his penis in a pie? American Pie. Oh, wow. I, yeah, that's probably I a really pretty fair example because that's a lot of very sexualized. Yeah. Scenarios with people who are supposed to be. Uh, I don't know. What are they supposed to? Be? Are they supposed to be 18 in that movie? They're supposed to be late teens. They're in high school. So, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, I don't know. What what do you think the rule on this is? I don't know. American I mean, Pie I, banned or not? <laughs> the age of consent in Mexico is twelve, and I think that that's absolutely horrific. Yeah. Um, the age of consent in a number of American states is sixteen, and I think that that's fine. I'm gonna 
even though I can see the questions on this, I'm going to hesitate um, on the sen- I, I, I'm not going to advocate, you know, stopping the telling of stories or censorship. If you find that material to be objectionable, I'd encourage you not to watch it. And I understand why we might find that objectionable, but I'll come down uh, with the conclusion that nobody's rights are violated in this depiction. It might be a well, degenerate. It's not like it's never depiction. happened in, in Hollywood, though. Yeah. I know this is not what this um, Mr. Nick Gurr is asking about, but um, Pretty Baby with um, Brooke Shields, she appears topless in that. There are sex scenes in that. And she was like 10 years old. And then she did a full playboy. Well, how is that not child pornography then? She it's- sued later. Um, and then they said that because her mother gave her consent, it went to the Supreme Court. Interesting. I don't know that case. Well, she sued uh, the the playboy photographer or whoever. Like that okay. playboy spread, uh, blackpilled, showed like bars over everything. So you couldn't yeah. see anything. But showed she had like adult eye makeup on. She was oiled up. She was yeah, in a would- bathtub. I would obviously oppose the the exploitation of children, the sexual yeah. nude yeah. depiction of children, of course. But, they, uh, but, that, it, but if that story were told by a by an actress that was eighteen, portraying like a eleven year old prostitute, I'm not really sure that I've had a problem with it. Well, I'm not sure it's a movie I would want to watch, but but nobody's well, rights either. were violated in that context. So I right. might consider it degenerate. I might consider it garbage. But I'm not sure that I would I would advocate some sort of criminal ban or, or criminal penalty for making that sort of thing. We've kind of been talking about this for a long time, yeah. but it is, it is a slippery slope. I don't want to be like Mexico. I yeah. don't want to be over here defending Roman Polanski or anything like that, but I want to be realistic about, you know, 16, the age of consent, like ugh, that is really young though. Well, thank you for the question, Nick. You have obviously Nick. prompted a lot of thoughts, Mr. Gurr till Vax do us part. Hello. <laughs> great name married for six years no kids yet currently i am the breadwinner wife is mostly red pilled on COVID and other issues neither of us uh vaxxed and don't want to be she is pissed i have de- uh, not decided to just get vaxxed once the requirement from biden's order goes active the tyrannical order is making me considerate losing my income might be a deal breaker when i have when all i have to do is get vaxxed to keep the job my problem with it um besides the jab is probably besides the job is the jab is probably bad is that it won't end here. And part of me feels I need to take a stand. Any advice? Okay. Uh, losing my income might be a deal breaker when all I have to do a deal breaker for whom he, he's saying that he is, he is opposed to the vaccine personally, but he's cracking a little bit because he doesn't want to lose his income and, and fit and fail in his role as breadwinner for the family. His wife is somewhat disappointed in him for that. And he's wondering if he should take a more hardline stance or if he should. Well, your wife is always going to choose what she perceives to be safety and security, which is your income and your inclusion in society, because she's choosing uh, the opposite in this case, though. Right. right. If I understand. Yeah. No, no. She's pissed. I have not decided to just wait. Maybe I have it backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They don't want to. Yeah. But she's mad. Am I right about this? She is pissed. I have not decided yeah, to just right. get vaxxed. I, I misunderstand. Okay. Uh, so she's going to choose safety and security. Uh, she doesn't want you to lose her income because that's how women are wired. Uh, it doesn't really sound like she's red-pilled on COVID and other issues if she's not willing to make the sacrifice for your family. Uh, yeah, you need to take a stand on this and, and get her under control. She's going to, if you get vaccinated, which is what she says that, 
she wants you to do. She'll just straight up lose respect for you. I understand why people make this decision as we've talked about frequently. And I understand that, that a husband and a, and potentially a future father's job is to provide the best situation for his family that he possibly can. And I understand why people make the evaluation that I'm best able to do that. Even if I'm personally opposed to the vaccine, it's my job to provide a safe home for my family. And if this is the sacrifice I have to make, then this is the sacrifice I have to make. I understand that. And I don't, I have no problem if that's the evaluation that you make for yourself. However, as we've talked about before, and you're exactly right, the end part here, I, my my worry is that um, it won't end here. So, and, and that that's what you have to contemplate. That's what you have to confront. This doesn't have to be your line, but you need to decide what your line is because they will keep pushing you. So if this isn't the line for you, mm-hmm. write it down, make a note, say, this is my line in the sand and I will not be pushed past this point. It's up to you to define that. I can't tell you what that is. Real men never let a woman or the government tell them what to do though. I, I I could, if I was in this situation where someone was threatening my ability to provide for my family with dangling this vax in front of me, I would have a lot of things to think about. I would love to say that I'm going to stand on principle and tell them to go fuck themselves. But the reality is I'm I'm kind of telling my family to go fuck themselves at the same time. I'd have to think you want that kind of woman that's going to be like, I'll stand by you no matter the financial hardships that are coming. Yeah, but I also I also I also want to be the kind of man that gives them the best life they can possibly have, even if it puts myself at risk. So, no, I, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, we didn't really give you any. But my answer is, my answer is, I don't think that there's any inherent shame in taking that hit for your family. If you decide that you want to do that, but you need to write down your line. Do not do this without a clear line of where you'll stop for you personally. Otherwise they push you to the next one. So Jessica Bowman. Um, Hey, more foreskin questions. Um, All right. Did you know that the foreskin is fused to the head of the penis, like a fingernail to your finger until around puberty? The foreskin should never be retracted until it separates on its own. Also, congratulations to Matt and his wife on the birth of their precious. Was, the, was there collusion for everyone I to like, hit this same theme? And uh, I just said that earlier on the stream. Good for you, Jessica. It's not just the circumcision question. It's that specific point. <laughs> oh, I, I, we were talking about it. You know. Oh, I see. All right. Um, Jay, is it just me? Or is there more of a muted reaction to the Texas abortion law and Roe v. Wade issues in general? The theories I've heard are either A, the DNC is running very low on political capital, or B, soft pro-choice people have started to sour on the hardline murder babies at all costs stance that abortion activists have taken in the past years. What do you guys think? I think that everybody's just distracted with um, COVID issues. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It, it, it is yeah. pretty quiet, though, because the, the Texas abortion thing was in the news for a few days. Then it disappeared. Nobody's really even talking about that, even though the law has gone into effect. I'm not sure if anyone's actually been sued in Texas yet. Right. But very quietly, the Supreme Court agreed to hear that Mississippi challenge. I think it's December 1st, sometime around there. Beyond what you think of the Texas law, the court has agreed to take a direct challenge at Roe in December. And there isn't a lot of political talk about that. I got to think there will be come December. And then especially when the decision is handed down sometime, I think in June is probably when that'll come out. But 
Um, I, I do grant the premise that there's a little more, there's less squawking on the abortion is, issue when there's true. never been a better time to squawk because they have the direct challenge and they're down <sighs> at least one Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the court. So they're very vulnerable. Oh, that's right. That bitch is dead. Never. On this issue. Did you, speaking of total tangent, but the ACLU put out a Ruth Bader Ginsburg quote about abortion, I think in reference to a lot of this stuff. About but how revised, she liked to eat fetal fetal cells she said please yeah please maintain roe v wade so i can have my blended breakfast every morning <laughs> yours exactly. was so much better <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, hey you teed it up man uh, anyway uh what the, what the hell was i thinking oh they they revised the ruth bader ginsburg quote she said something like women won't be free until they are re- free with their reproduction choice something like that you know and the ACLU revised it to say something something gender neutral, like people won't be free until they have their reproductive choices. They removed women. The ACLU censored or erased women out of the quote to make it gender ironically. Neutral. They're erasing a lot of women with abortion too. So maybe uh, that's yeah, plan. yeah, yeah. Uh, fuckers. But I think your explanation for. I, I do think that their political capital is probably a little bit thin and they probably evaluated that it needs to be better. It's better spent elsewhere than on the abortion thing right now. And maybe they're confident that maybe they're confident that despite the numbers on the court, you've never had a more realistic shot at overturning Roe. That the court will probably fall short of that and they'll just, you know, they'll dabble around the edges and they'll they'll add some more structure to the undue burden standard and. They'll chip away maybe a little, but they're not going to say Roe v. Wade is is a garbage decision and is no longer the law of the land, which they should. They probably won't do that, though. Uh, Who is next? Incompetent hands. Incompetent hands. Matt, I sent a super chat about my dad, Matt, dying after you became a dad and your words meant a lot. Thank you. Frank would say synchronicity. Well, you would shout the timing, but I can't help thinking about being a father myself. I had written it off and I'm not in a position to be a dad right now. Is this nostalgic grief or am I just reacting to the cycle of protectionism and infantilization that needs breaking? Matt, you often say how you wish you knew gender norms while dating. Mm. What kind of advantage do you think that this that uh, has that has these days? Thanks again. Well, all the best to your to your family. And thanks, of course, for supporting the show and for supporting Frank's show. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, to, to explain what he's referencing. When I was younger, I failed to take leadership roles in my dating. I didn't I wasn't an assertive young man. I deferred to women because I thought that respecting women was the not just the, the ticket to successful relationships with them, but the moral thing to do. And of course, you do want to respect women just as you respect anybody. But what I'm saying is pedestalizing them, deferring to them for every decision, acting like making a woman uncomfortable in any context is the worst crime that could ever be committed. When in fact, women want to be led. They they want to be they want an assertive man who's going to to take some degree of control. Uh, and I wish I knew that uh, better when I was younger. I think I would have had better luck with women but maybe i wasn't supposed to because i'm perfectly happy with what i have now and all that all those mistakes led me to what i have now but do you think that would be an, yes do you think that would be an advantage or what kind of advantage would that have these days ironically i think it might not or i don't know you tell me because women these days have been indoctrinated and trained through feminism to believe yeah. that they want independence and leadership but biologically they generally do not so even though 
if you take a traditionally male role with women, they might have a intellectual bad reaction at the start. Like, oh, this guy's trying to boss me around. There's a there's an inherent biology within them that makes them respond to it anyway. Yeah, like I did with my husband. Yeah. I mean, you just have to be with the kind of woman who um, you just don't take her nose seriously. I mean, not in like a rapey way. <laughs> don't rape, okay? <laughs> but, you know, it's the story I've told a million times with my husband. I tried to break up with him and he was like, no. And now we're married. And yeah, and, and now you've got uh, a beautiful baby girl to show for it. So Yeah, so I think that women just kind of need, they need to say no a few times before they're told that they need to say yes. And then they realize that they needed to say yes. The best it ever worked out for me was when I treated it like a business proposition. Hello, here are my yeah. goals. Here are my goals. Do you agree with these goals? All right. Here's a, here's a plan to achieve these goals. Are you in or are you out? Yeah. She was in and yeah. I didn't waste any time and neither did she. We didn't sit around talking about our favorite movies or our favorite music or what kind of pizza that toppings we like. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, thank that's you. True. Yeah. Uh, oh, we had to have a few more. Um, Hockey Fanatic Hockey says, fanatic. Um, have either of you changed or modified your views since du- doing the show? It's hard enough for most for most people, but it has to be more challenging in front of such a large audience. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any that are at the front of your mind? I've just, I, I know I do. I have at least a couple. Um, I used to like, you know, I used to smoke hello weed during the show and other stuff when on my YouTube channel. I just was like a I was. I was still a libertarian degenerate to some degree, but acting like I, I upheld all these conservative values. And then I realized that libertarianism is largely a farce. And that just all had had to be abandoned. And I don't think it ever had occurred to me how dumb people actually are. And then the realization of that, especially with COVID, like the last two years have been really instrumental in just solidifying my um, straight up uh, authoritarianism. <laughs> straight up. I mean, <laughs> Or I'm I'm fascistic. I don't I don't even know where it is now. I'm a monarchist, I guess. Well, um, constitutional monarchy has been an idea floated on this show many a time. And fine, you know, whatever. Respecting people's rights first and foremost is that's most important to me. Selecting our leaders is of lesser importance yeah. than that is. Um, what about yeah, you? I, actually, in reference to the, the the discussion we just had, I I was formerly and even up to the start of this show a, a pro choice person. And I believed yeah. that this was a I've always understood the moral implications, but I thought this was a regrettable but necessary right. decision for mm-hmm. a select few people in a bad circumstance. Over time, I've come to see that I've always been of the opinion, um, oh, that's never a decision I would make. But I but I have to preserve the right or the freedom of other people to do it until you start yeah. thinking about it. Well, why is it a decision I would never make? Is mm-hmm. it because it's, it's a life at stake? And, right. and am I just saying that I would only protect a life that I created, but not a life in any other context? That doesn't seem like much of a good moral standard. I had to think exactly. a lot about mm-hmm. why wouldn't I ever do this? And if the answer is because it's the extermination of a life, I can't really articulate what makes – why wouldn't I defend my neighbor's right to murder someone if they felt mm-hmm. like, well, I would never murder. But it's very important that I maintain the freedom for my neighbor to murder. To murder, right. Well, no, it's not because you're exterminating someone else's life. So Exactly, yeah. That's been one that I've I've had a big transformation on and I think come to a lot more moral clarity on. Um, I was already 
I already had a changing opinion on guns by the time the show started, but I used to be much more of a, well, common sense says we should keep them out of these evil people's hands. Yeah. That that was one. But like, um, if there's any that I'm confronting right now, it's the one that we talked about earlier, because, of course, I, I want to defend to my last breath the right of people to control their own lives autonomously and to to live out live out their lives freely um it's it's very hard for me to realize and accept that there's a huge percentage of society that that just doesn't want that they want to be told what to do they want to be controlled and i don't know what that means for how my perspective is shifting or may shift um that's one that that's the one that's toughest for me to confront right now is what what percent of society not only doesn't value freedom, but but kind of loathes it, hates it? And what do you do? How do how do we how do we interact with those people? How do we share a society with them? How, how does all of this get reconciled? We govern them mercilessly. <laughs> get them in line. And but as you know, I want nothing to do with that. I have no interest in getting you in line. I want everyone to get in line according to their own conscience. Why I need to be according- governed. That's why I married a man that doesn't take any shit. Women well, but, need to be governed. And if men aren't going to do it, then the government needs to do it. But that's the thing is we need, as we, as you spoke about earlier, the proper arrangement here is, is, is the nuclear family because of that course is the it self-governing. Is, yeah. yeah. Everybody wants to blame women for this, but nothing's going to get in order unless men uh, take the reins and like get these bitches under control. It's true. It, it, it is. There's a, there's a lot of truth to that. And, but, but like we have no agency, but are somehow still responsible for all the ails of, for everything that ails us. It's, it's bad. We just need to stop propagating the lie that, that the nuclear family is some sort of oppressive structure for women. It's, it's what by and large makes women happy as it makes men happy. And it, and it is a self-governing arrangement that um, is healthy and, and uh, of course produces children and, and keeps society um, functioning, keeps, keeps society functioning. Well, you talk about how to handle people who are, um, who are struggling, who are in all sorts of bad uh, situations, perhaps we wouldn't have to think of these as government problems all the time if families stuck together and were able to provide for themselves a little bit better and able to look out for each other where one family is slipping. Yeah. Keep families together. You solve a lot of the problems that we totally, face. Totally, totally. And then women that are government dependent. Um, you know, it, the thing about all this is that women behaved in the the way that the government expected them to behave. They became welfare dependent. And the government became their husband and their daddy. But there's something reassuring in that people are going to behave uh, predictably. So you know well, that if you replace them with strong men on a nuclear family level, that they will no longer need government dependence. That's kind of an inherent contradiction in that perspective, too. The idea that women are or ought to be totally independent, don't need no man, free to live life the way that you want. But but the perspective of a lot of that argument is government should provide X, Y, and Z, which of right. course means what? You you are still dependent. It's just yeah, on a right, different right. agent. Yeah. It's like yeah. no no emotional dependence, but but give me all the, the goods and resources. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Last kitchen one. sink. Blonde, you've talked about trepidation regarding the wrath of God. I believe you missed the weight of the word wrath. There is no love without wrath. In the same way you would slaughter anyone who tries to hurt Emmeline because of your great love for her, that is true. Mm. God will unleash holy wrath on sin and the enemies of God, which threaten what he loves, chiefly his own glory and those whom he rescued. 
by grace for the sake of his glory, your reflection of this. I think that's totally true. I, I don't have a problem with the concept of a wrathful God per se, because um, how can can any God that doesn't have some spirit of wrath fight Satan in any meaningful way? I mean, how could you do it without having a wrathful spirit? How could you fight evil? I don't know. You're asking the wrong. You're asking the wrong guy on that. Uh, question, no, so I I, I, I agree but, with you. Um, I don't have too much of a problem with that. So, all right, those are all the questions. Let's uh, do some super chats and. We're good on Tippy Stream, and thank you for the questions tonight, guys. Once again, if you want to submit an email question for the show, contact page of the website, mattchristensenmedia.com slash contact. Look for that call-in show question form, and thanks for your questions tonight. Dangerous Space is so much for me setting up two screening rooms to never leave you without a caller. Damn it, Discord. Fix your shit. Hope Fatherhood <laughs> it was is only about 30 that. seconds. It was anyway, okay. So, yeah. It's all right. No worries. Trust me, before we had Dangerous Spaces, things were a lot more duct tapey around I here. I know. I know. So don't worry about it. Appreciate it. Um, Glenn Davis, uh, Matt, Matt's Rittenhouse video just got tweeted out by Posobiec. Posobiec? Oh, very cool. I'm glad to hear it. Thanks for all you do. That's, that's uh, cool. that's awesome. I did not, I had not heard that. So excellent. And um, uh, I'll have to, I'll have to say thank you to him for that. Pep watched 1984 last night, then bought another thousand rounds of freedom. I see about Biden allowing a couple million illegals and flying in fighting age Afghans. And being demented, not sure if I have enough. If you think you don't have enough ammo, you don't have enough ammo. Get more ammo. There is no such thing as enough ammo. Yeah. You don't have minimum <laughs> 1,000 rounds per gun. You don't have enough ammo. Yeah. Uh, nobody says, remember how Enrique Tario was an informant on the Proud Boys? Kurt Doolittle hmm. and John Marks rally. They let BLM come too. Bad idea trusting non-whites. I don't know anything about this except for what Andrew Anglin has told me. <laughs> okay I, I, I really don't i i don't either um i actually don't know the full extent of enrico enrique tario's um cooperation with the feds i know he was an informant but i don't know what he actually what his role was or what he actually did he's cuban though so in the hierarchy of other races that i don't trust that one's not very high <laughs> i like <All> right. cubans <laughs> all right well well, and then we have to evaluate where they fit in the hierarchy of Asians, which who knows? Cubans? Not in the hierarchy of Asians. Different world. <laughs> okay. Shanique was stunning and brave. Okay. Okay. The blue wall of silence absolutely exists. Talking amongst themselves isn't the same as holding each other to legal standard. Cops around the world are totally lawless, but they all back each other. That was like the only serious super chat Shaniqua has ever sent in. Yeah. I, I was waiting for the uh, patented sarcasm yeah. or irony or whatever. Also N-word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for that. I'm a psychopath. Rumor has it uh, Brian Laundrie is in Del Rio, Texas in blackface crossing the dam in the opposite direction everyone else is going. Brilliant. Yeah. Are we going to talk about that on Sunday? Everybody's obsessed with this case and I do not give a fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I, I opted not to this week because... It's, I think it's interesting, especially if you're like a true crime appreciator person. I see why you get sucked into that case. But yeah. it just it didn't seem like it really was relevant for our show. There's no real political angle. Um, I love I, true crime, but like asshole boyfriend kills crazy girlfriend, then kills himself. I don't know. It's just not super interesting. And has he killed himself? We don't know. For sure. Yeah, but sure he, it, it was speculated he was seen on some guy's deer cam in Oklahoma the other night. Okay, that guy looks like every dude that lives in Brooklyn. I, yeah, I, it, it yeah. didn't look a lot like him. 
I mean, it, uh, it seems apparent that he's either killed himself or he's trying to pull the disappear and assume a different identity trick. You can't do that anymore. Like, talk to me in like 1978, but not anymore. That's, yeah. that's an impossible task. She probably was mouthing off. Uh, Jim Trawick <laughs> says, fly them back to can Haiti. I, wait, wait, wait. While we're on the topic, can I, can I share the uh, exchange from last night? Oh, yeah, that was so funny. So I'm sitting around. I forget exactly what we were doing, but my parents and I were talking about the, the Gabby Petito story. And and my dad asks me, hey, um, I think I think uh, I think Brian Laundrie has a criminal head shape. Can you ask Blonde if she thinks <laughs> that he has a criminal head shape? But don't tell her that I think that he does because I don't want to influence her. I just I'm curious what her thoughts are. So I, I said, all right. So I get my phone. I text blonde and say, uh, Hey, does Brian laundry Gabby, Gabby Petito's boyfriend guy, does he have a criminal head shape? And you responded within about 30 seconds to say what? I said, yes. Cause it's like, it's pointing on top. It's like, he's got some evil brain in that brain pan, you know? <laughs> and in classic blonde fashion, you followed up with a subsequent text in which you said what? I don't remember. What, what did I say? Oh. In fairness, Gabby was a mouthy bitch. She was. They got into a fight. <laughs> they got into a fight and she was like beating on him and stuff. They just had like a toxic, terrible relationship. They were both worthless people. And it's like when yeah. you have people like that together living in a van, someone's going to get murdered. I just thought it was uh, we were laughing about it was just such a classic blonde moment because it was so definitive and decisive and quick, but it also had an unrelated tangent of an insult at another person who, of course, is now dead. Had, yeah, had yeah. Her, her autopsy had been completed that day. I'm just saying, like, he probably, everybody's like, oh, he was so controlling and she couldn't get out of this controlling relationship. But I watched that that body cam footage of the police officer with her and, like, she seemed like a crazy bitch. They Am both the seemed like they this? had some issues. Yeah. Fucking problems. They both had problems. So, like, I'm yeah. supposed to care that these two people with mental health issues and interpersonal problems that are in a toxic relationship, that one of them murdered the other one and then he killed himself. Like, I just don't care. I don't yeah. care. I care about black crime. I'm just joking. I don't care about that either. <laughs> My true crime, the ones that I like are, it's very specific, you know? All right. I've, I've ran my stupid stories have made us run long. So let's, uh, let's get through the chats here. We'll Jim Trawick, um, fly them back to Haiti. A la the good shepherd. Did, am I supposed to know what this means? I don't know that reference either. Actually. We're dumb. Uh, yeah, Michael I'm sorry. Quaid. Quaid the reactor. Thank you. It's a movie, uh, in fairness. It's a 2006 spy film. Ooh, I didn't know that. Uh, Ryan, only 2 to 5% of our shipping containers are inspected. What size bomb? Ooh, could fit in one of those. Forget long range. If I were an adversary, I would plant all over America in every major city. Your thoughts? Uh, I would not I, do that to the FBI I would listener. Never I would do clarify. That. I would definitely not do that. Well, I don't have any bomb-making capabilities because of my woman brain. Um, so, no, I wouldn't do that. But that's the mm. only reason. <laughs> incompetent hands so with three out of five are the thing and doubling down on baby shark i respect you man and appreciate that we can agree to disagree well thank Ping you two, under montana law you have a month to get the marriage annulled yeah i hope she's on it because of this baby shark thing. she loves baby shark that is she what is wrong it. with you and she also we had a similar view of the thing which was like it was more positive than negative but you know it's in that kind of kind of three territory um, maybe three, five, but it wasn't, it was decisively lower than uh big trouble in little China. And it was decisively yeah. lower than they live to me. Well, yeah. Um, Mark Turvey. 
I'm in healthcare in Canada and will be losing my job in October. It's now mandatory to get vaxxed. Of course, I'm constantly reminded that it's my fault as I refuse to take the jab, but it's still upsetting. You stand strong. You will be rewarded one day for your courage. Well, and, and why is it why is it your fault if those are the terms that they put upon you and you don't agree to those terms? Why is that your fault? You shouldn't yeah. accept fault for that. There, there's only one person who modified the agreement of your employment, and that's your boss yeah. or the government uh, person pointing a gun at them to modify the terms of that employment, whichever yeah, it may be. Yeah. But you're not the one who went to them and said, hey, I no longer I, I, ha- I have a whole series of um, demands I'm placing on you to maintain this relationship. That wasn't you. It's not yeah, your fault. That wasn't you. Not your demands. Um Ooh, Claytron Bear says, just popped into my head off a call. Malaria is a parasite. Why is it that hydro? Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, that drug. And <laughs> the, the I've got Mecmedin. Yeah, That's pretty you. good, too. Both antiparasitics are proving effective against a virus. Is Dekouf really a parasite? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know anything about this stuff. I'm not a doctor. I don't um, think, does a virus count? Does a virus fit the biological definition of parasite? I'm not sure that's true. I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, know. I'm Can't tell you. Um, Epic bonkers. Matt and I once made love and he forgot to pull out uh, when $80 billion was on the line. Uh, what's that a reference to? I don't know. No. What's well, wrong thank with you. us? Appreciate it. Sam Harris. I hope <laughs> not that Sam Harris, you fucker. Uh, hey, guys. Is, he's really <laughs> falling he a long <laughs> way if he's listening to this stream. I'm sorry, Sam. <laughs> He's like, I've been Sam Harris for so long. Why do people keep saying this? <laughs> hey, guys, I work at a manufacturing plant here in Phoenix, and my plant is 49% unvaxxed. It gives me hope that the vax mandate they're going to enforce on us is going to be met with backlash. Yeah, I think some industries might collapse, like healthcare. Um, well, I mean, that yeah, if that's true, but uh, stay in that job if that's the case. Hang out yeah, there totally. and reward that employer if they're not uh, – well, I guess it depends. What are they going to do with Joe's mandate? But this that's the other side of this, too. You know, we want to be serious about this fight and stand up to people trying to coerce us. Reward those who don't. You know, even if you had kind of a dicey relationship with your boss and maybe he but maybe he doesn't try to force this crap on you on Joe's behalf. Stick right. by people who make who, the right yeah. decision to protect your freedom and your right to decide what goes into your body. Those are people who deserve a little. Too, yeah, they deserve later. a little uh, reward themselves. Um, the $80 billion was an Afghanistan pullout. Oh yeah. Thank you. I knew that number was something, but yes, it's, although that was debunked, I think it was alleged that Afghanistan and the Taliban specifically got $80 billion worth of our military tech Uh uh fact check false. Only $26 billion. You conservative morons. Uh, Propagandists. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, nobody different. I think that I've got to stop touching my mic. This is terrible. Uh, Nobody says, I think that territory and property should be donated to local churches of the pro-white variety, especially if you don't have kids. Separation of church and state. All these people debating God in chat. I said churches. Churches are good meeting places. Let you evaluate people, build communities, and get married. That's true. Um, I'm still on an intellectual journey to to try to find, well, I'm, I'm trying to find my intellectual path to the church, or at least considering it. But on the practical questions that you're getting at, as far as like good community, good places to meet people, good uh, things to organize around for communities to to grow and to prosper and to treat each other well, churches are uh, hugely Can't beneficial be in that way. And there's no denying, as I've said many times, we just talk about is there a connection between God and morality? We can talk about that intellectually all we want. There is no denying in my mind that as church attendance, religiosity, however you want to measure it, as that has declined, degeneracy in whatever way you want to measure it, increased. There's, a, the there's a 
I, as far as I'm concerned, that's a causal relationship. Gotta be. Gotta be. Epic bonkers. It turns out that every creature in Australia wants to hurt you, even if it's way too small to actually kill you, including Jeffrey Epstein, who didn't kill himself. <laughs> that's right. Um, knuckle mm. hunky buck. Here, Matt, here's 250 for you and 250 for Blonde to each get the vax, an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> well, now we have to. It was 20 to show feet and 250 to get the shot. That's fine. I'm, I'm into it. Um, Tom, Tom or Tom 12. Uh, you're thinking of Hanlon's razor. Occam states the simplest explanation is usually the best. Ah, okay. So we were both wrong because I called it Occlum's ra- razor like a retard. I thought I said Hanlon's razor. Yeah. And but I was like, nah, I was not Sorry. certain. I was on. It's one of those razors. Yeah. It's one of them razors. Yeah. All right. What else? Thank you for the clarification. Let me reload really quick. Um, Um, I got one more. Warren Harshaw says Jordan Peterson was on Steven Crowder and he agrees that the USA should adopt a constitutional monarchy. Who cares what he says? Doesn't matter. You can't throw him a bone on that. It doesn't matter. He's a shill. (sighs) I thought I thought he'd at least get a little bit of credit from you on that one. You know, I'm willing to come around on Cardi B. I'm not willing to come around on Jordan Peterson. Cardi B has never wronged me before, you know? Wait, not Cardi B. The other uh, one. Uh, you're, you're thinking of... Um, Nicki Minaj. How did, how did I already forget her name when she was the focal point of our show on Sunday and oh we God. said this was going to be a big deal? Oh, I was looking uh, for my Jordan. There you go. You absolute son of a bitch. A I couldn't find my Jordan button, but I wanted to give him his Oh say. my God, this show sucks after 8 o'clock. <laughs> Worthless. Um, Ryan says, my question is, what is the likelihood that Russia, China, Iran, etc. have already hidden micro nukes or dirty bombs planted all over our nation? I don't know. They uh, haven't haven't set anything off. So when why would you if you were a foreign power trying to destroy this country? Uh, just sit back and watch, man. You Did I say to... Jordy, Jordy P? <laughs> I, I, I guess I, I, I didn't catch that. <laughs> I said Jordy B and Cardi B. Jordy P. Jordy Cardi P. <laughs> that is his name now. You guys, what is I'm Jordy really P's? Tired. What is Jordy P's version of WAP? What is he gonna? You know how you can. It's gonna you be. You know what it is? It's clean. It's clean ass room. Clean ass room. So clean. By He's Jordy sitting on the P. baseboards with with a, uh, a toothbrush. You know. He's <laughs> Jordan Peterson, okay. if you want to reach out to us for a commercial opportunity, I will sell you the intellectual rights to clean ass room. <laughs> clean ass room. Yeah. Jordy P. Uh, <laughs> Hymne P. The droxy and the mectin are zinc lonifers, which allows zinc to enter the cell. Zinc is what stops RNA replication. This all sounds true, but also I don't know anything. So hmm. Salt solution it is. Damn. Confirmed. I got a boogie. We ran way over. Yeah, we did. Uh, I think we're all set. Uh, looks like we're good on YouTube. I think we're good on Tippy Stream. Give it a quick refresh. Uh, Thank you, oh. Mr. Nick. Gurr. <laughs> Shout out to Nick. It. And uh, the, Nick. the jewelry man who duped me as well. And um, mm. I laughed so hard at that. And then I just fell into the next trap. I know. That was great. Classic Shit. moment. C2, real quick over on DLive. C2K says Trovo got fucked. So here's some scotch egg for blonde. Um, yeah. Thank you. They turned out really well. You can look at my Instagram, blonde underscore beast one for all of my food adventures. I'm trying not to get fat. It's a real struggle. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I know it was um, a stressful event to create those scotch eggs. It really was. 
So thank you guys for hanging out with us. I'll try to get more clarity on this Trovo situation. And again, if you're a Trovo person who got screwed by them, get in touch with me by email and maybe we can strategize on a way to get whatever justice we possibly can. Other than that, we will be back on Sunday, of course, with whatever happens between now and then. Appreciate you guys spending the evening with us and we will see you Sunday night. Have a great night. Bye, guys.